This is the Big Stick Energy Podcast, where three friends talk their favorite sports, baseball and hockey. Welcome on, welcome on to the Big Stick Energy Podcast, where three friends talk about Philadelphia Big Stick sports, hockey and baseball. We go around the leagues, but we like to do a little stop at home first. My name's Jim Coleman. As always, I'm your host. Joining me, as always again, Eric Rayer. I'm also a host. And Joe, what's up? <laughs> I didn't know if you were going to say my name. You finally got it. It's, I the did. Third, it's the third week, and you finally got the I, intro down. We're doing a new uh, scripted introduction, so I don't forget what to say. <laughs> <laughs> it only took us 20 episodes, which, by the way, boys, <laughs> it's episode 20. It is episode 20. It's a Look milestone. Wow. I forgot. I stopped doing that, too, Name, numbering episodes. I number them all the time. I know. You number them on, like, the thing, but I, when I when we first started, I would say, it's episode blah, blah, blah. Well, someone's got to remember. Yeah, I know. I mean, it's on there. People know. They can breathe. If, uh, assuming. Uh, uh, assuming. If, if they, they can't, then. If they can't, it's okay. I mean, yeah. not everyone learns how to read. It happens. Good job, guys. <laughs> That's how, yeah. Way to cover everyone. It's good. Gotcha. Yeah, we're all you. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, all the people that can't read love you just the same because that's yeah. what our job here is. Because we're gonna tell. Hey, you what do you know? We lost another follower. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. We'll we did lose another. Sh- we uh, did lose a follower. On yeah, it's on I Twitter because you were yeah because you told, said Jer- did you really? No, well, that wasn't why. Was it why? We definitely. I why. Guess. Yes. <laughs> why? Yes, you're a part of this. People have spoken. <laughs> I don't care. Derek is. I do. He's a good player. He's going to the Hall of Fame, but whatever. I, I, Damn it. He's not great. There's better players than him in the Hall of Fame. I should have worn my Derek Jeter air once. Hey, shut up before we lose more followers. We can't take another lost follower. I'm sorry. He's just Jim, we lost average. half our followers if after you, this, okay? Yeah. No, we didn't. <laughs> 50% of our followers are gone. <laughs> you lost all of our followers. <laughs> Fuck. And it was my mom. <laughs> Jim's an idiot saying Derek Jeter's a fucking moron. Anyway, Eric, Joe, how has your guys' week been? I'll let Joe go first. How's your week been, Joe? Oh, it's been all right. You know, this is annoying stuff. I gotta train somebody else at work, so that's stressful. But watched a bunch of cool movies like Godzilla, Mad Max Fury Road. Godzilla. Yeah, pretty good. Um, the Witch I watched again, which I meant to, to tell you. It's the Witch. Yeah, is it? Is that what that is? I, I, I know. I, I, and we don't know. I, I like to call it the Witch because it's yeah, it's, whatever it is. It's the 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 scary old fat woman that's naked. <laughs> you liked it, right? Yeah, it was, yeah, it was good. Yeah, it was I knew good. you would like it. Old, that's why old scary it, fat woman. Yeah, People so. also confuse that for me, but <laughs> wow, no, Jim, you're a sleek. Beautiful man. Yeah, you're like a you're like I'm a making a joke. You're, like, you're like a Mustang. We <laughs> Don't just, bring Riel. You're like a Mustang. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. You're ugly. <laughs> you're, you're like a Mustang, Jimbo. You're sleek. We want to drive you home. Yeah, and I look like a horse. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, that was oh, call me that. Mr. Hands. And what else, Joe? Mr. Hands. No, Joe. No. Sorry. Anything? Anything? No, else? no. I Positive. Uh, yeah, you know that's about it. No. All right. <laughs> this All is right. Joe's week. training someone at work. Again, watch movies. Annoying. Watching movies. Watch Eric, movies. how about you, buddy? Uh well, it was uh 
was an interesting week. I mean, last week I mentioned that there there were some we were on the upswing a little bit. Well, now I can say that we're not. <laughs> um, I was uh, looking into another career path, something that I want to, you know, what I went to school for, and beyond laundromat clerk. It's dry cleaning, actually. I don't, I don't clean underwear, but um, and he dries them. Yeah, no, I just dry them. Sadly, uh, I didn't get the job. It was so we're gonna keep, we keep looking. So it's been a little bit of a down couple days, just because. You know but also, as Joe, I also watched a couple movies. You know, been playing, uh, been playing my NHL franchise. I'm not saying shit because every goddamn time I talk about that team, they lose. I'm and not gonna they're, ask. And they're, they're, they, we swept the first round. That's all we're gonna say. But I saw uh, I saw Knives Out with Daniel Craig and uh, Chris and Evans. Like everybody else in Hollow. Yeah, Hollywood. and it was fucking awesome. Yeah, I know, right? That it was really <laughs> good. It was a good movie. I really liked it. it was I want to see it. It uh, comes out tomorrow, and actually, my little brother wants to go see it tomorrow because he is off from school. So I'm going to take him in the afternoon. Good. I'm glad uh, Chris Evans worked. Oh no, it, no, it's good. He plays a complete yeah, douchebag in it. Yeah, yeah, he plays a complete douchebag in this movie, though. And uh, I saw uh, Jojo Rabbit last night. I heard that was good. Oh, it was hilarious. Um, So, thank you. (laughs) So I saw... uh, Isn't it about, like... No, Taika Waititi, the guy who did Thor, he uh, plays Adolf Hitler. (laughs) And... uh, Isn't it about... Yes, it's a comedy. (laughs) And to to say this, and it feels weird coming out of mouth, but I can never, ever see someone else playing Hitler ever again. (laughs) (laughs) He... He... Yeah, he was... uh, He was quite the... uh, It was was funny, though, because he uh, he plays him kind of like... Someone asked him when the movie was coming out. They were like, oh... Why uh, did you do any research or anything about Hitler? And they were just like, "No, nah, I'm just gonna play him how I think you know I perceive him to be, which is a complete fucking dumbass." <laughs> so you know, but it was a funny movie. It was actually weirdly sweet for a movie about that particular topic. I th- I recommend it. I you know I really liked Wasn't it. it. About like a little gir- girl or boy. Well, it was about a little boy who uh, who's an imaginary friend of Adolf Hitler. But he's also trying to join like the he's trying to join to become a Nazi because he thinks that's the right thing to do. But well, then, like, well, it takes place in, like, post-World yeah, War Yeah, no, it's, like, during... No, it's during, like, at the... Oh, at the like, probably, like, towards the latter half of World so War II. So it's, like, acceptable for this child. No, it's in saying. Germany, too. No, like, it's... it's Yeah, and then, like... Uh, and then he finds out that there is a uh, Jewish girl living in his walls. And then, like, he kind of befriends her. And, like, it's... it's It, it's, it turns Sweet. into, like... And it teaches, like... It te- it's, like... It basically teaches him, like... You know, maybe everything that I'm supposed to believe in is wrong, and like maybe like it's it's a coming of age movie. It was really for what it's about. It's really sweet, and uh, I liked it. It was it was a good one. I'd recommend it if you're into you know if you're into if you're into really weird comedies. I'd recommend it. If you're into weird shit. Speaking of really weird comedies, have you seen the Phillies lately? Mm. That's a good drop. Uh-huh. But Jim, how have you been before we get into uh-huh. before we get into before we get into the Phillies? How uh, how's your week been? It's been good. And you know what? I just wanted to shoot out one more thing about you with your job search. Never give up, even though you may not get the job you want. It's going to suck. I went to film school, Jim. I understand. I believe in never giving up. I understand. (laughs) But it's going to happen. No, I know. I'm not going to. I didn't let my. I didn't didn't get get down that much. For like an hour or two, I felt a little shitty. But. And that goes out to all three of our viewers. You don't always get the job. If people are viewing the podcast, they might be doing it wrong. So, uh, (laughs) you know, you need to start listening, not just looking at a picture. (laughs) People listening to our podcast. Um, 
Unless they're watching us from somewhere. Oh, and the really Eagles suck. Crazy. That was also it. But we actually watched the game together. We did, and we watched my team lose too. So <laughs> it's okay. We free, yeah. I mean, uh, football. I'm I'm ready for baseball again. Uh, well, we got the Flyers. We got the Flyers. I'm ready for baseball again. Right? Uh, fuck you too. <laughs> well, how's uh, how's your week, Ben? Jeff? Week's been actually pretty, pretty all right. Uh, just I I uh, did not take that job offer. They did not offer me the correct amount of money that I am worth. So I said, fuck off. I didn't actually. That's how it went. I declined it it respectfully. Jim walked out of that office after he plopped his ball sack on their table and said, if you don't give me more money, I'm dragging this off your desk. And they were like, leave. (laughs) (laughs) They said, get the fuck out of here. (laughs) So then Jim was like, fine, I'm leaving with the upper hand or upper sack as you. And then he just flopped and left. (laughs) You're lost. So then that's why Jim's actually end of the story is he didn't say, he's saying he didn't take the job, but really they just, Kind of, they pulled the offer right back when they saw his. No, I, no. I, I definitely declined that. Let that be known. Let that be known. I do not. Dude, I broke one with her, I swear. With one swift <laughs> prop of the sack. Um, other than that, what else did I do? I had a pretty good weekend. Um, went to the, uh, I'm going to drop, it's the uh, Font Hill Castle over in Doylestown. That was pretty neat. Uh, local artist back in the nineteen hundred, early nineteen hundreds, oh, late eighteen cool, hundreds, yeah. built a castle with like all of, like his museum shit and all that. It was really cool. Highly recommend it if you're ever in Doylestown. Check it out. That sounds neat. Not a sponsor. <laughs> but you gave credit work. You should have fought. You better have fucking dropped a big stick energy like pamphlet, like right where you could next to like the. I, I ruined all the uh, art in there. Just you taped the logos all over. <laughs> yeah, big stick energy. We're like, Who the fuck did you're, this? You're, you're taking it. You're like going back. Like this is priceless. You're going shit. back like 200 years, but but it's like the people who go into Best Buy, like well, YouTubers, no, yeah. and they like put all their fucking channel on the max so that like when people go up, they're like, who's this guy? And then they watch it, they're like, this guy sucks. Well, instead of. <laughs> Like Max, this would have been like four thousand year old write handwritten writing from Mesopotamia, but uh, <laughs> that's cool. Just too. do it in cursive. Big stick energy. <laughs> it's, not, it's not even like a transgressional <laughs> language anymore. <laughs> anyway, so you just write it in cursive. It's yeah. Like cursive. Oh man, as a history like history buff like I am, it hurts. To hear that kind of stuff. Anyway, I'm just kidding, buddy. I know. Alrighty, gentlemen. Oh, before we continue, yeah, start plugging all your. <laughs> I'm plugging us. No, <laughs> start plugging all your shit. Before we uh, start to make sure, uh, make sure to give us a rating on your preferred podcasting app, as well as give us a follow on Twitter at Stick Energy, capital S, capital E. Uh, follow me personally at Jimmy Coleman and follow Eric Rayer at Eric underscore Rayer 11. Damn right. Also, check us out on Patreon. Oh, wait, no. Also, follow Please Joey on uh, Fridge Max 3000 or whatever you have. <laughs> yeah, add me on uh, the, the drink machine Max at Five Guys where you can fix your own, you, your own drink. I have an account for that. Add <laughs> me on that. Lovely. That's Jake's way of saying uh, shut up. Great power with a little raspberry twist. There you go. Sounds delicious. If you hit that, Joey comes out of the drink machine. He just, like, comes sipping out. He's just hey, like, guys, what's up? He's like, mm, take a sip of me. <laughs> yeah, it's called the Joey Supreme. Just <laughs> all right. Since you're you in season. Yeah, I plugged everything. Did you plug Patreon? Yes, I did. Really? Yeah. Did you plug it while we were talking? Before. Okay. Yeah, we're good. We might be having a new logo come out, so people might be able to distinguish us as Philadelphia fans. 
You mean with that giant Liberty Bell? Nah. Yeah. Nah. Spoiler I mean, alert! <laughs> I, I mean, I designed, I designed each <laughs> I of these by secret. myself. <laughs> I didn't know it was either. <laughs> <laughs> I designed each Up of these changing. logos just by myself. So that's probably when I should be actually That's working. Jim's way say, of saying he's going to start a union and he's going no, to go, I'm just he's saying, go I'm on just strike. I'm my uh, digital artistry is underappreciated. Like, I put time and effort into these things, and I think they look pretty good. Anyway. I'm proud of you. I did like the Thank logo, you, so we should uh, maybe maybe this week. We'll, we'll see what's going on. Yeah. Let's see what's up. For a 20th maybe we'll episode, some, maybe. some T-shirts for the holidays. <laughs> We're going to make a Santa Black out. Friday sale. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you get a lot. It's zero dollars. Shoot, we got to get our asses in gear. <laughs> we haven't even sold any to make a sale. <laughs> oh, make sure if you if you do write a, res- a write. A oh, review. we'll get our show notes on there, too. Yeah, we'll get our show notes on there for like the 80th time. But anyway, <laughs> uh, if you do leave us a review, you will get a personal shout out on the next episode. By Jim. I don't care if it's a million of you. I don't care if it's two of you. I will. Preferably a, a million. Preferably a Preferably million. Preferably a million. That would be pretty baller, but I don't think that's gonna happen. That would require like all of Philadelphia knowing that we're good. And you they think also a million people live here. More than that. No. All right, that's my <laughs> that's my geography skills. All right. Uh, anyway, Eric, since the Flyers are in season, why don't we talk a little bit about the Flyers? Since we are a fl- a hockey and baseball podcast. Hockey first. I see what you did there. All right, I got a lot to talk about tonight, gentlemen. We got a lot to talk about. Let us hear it, Eric. Had a big week. All right, so since last week, we actually had another episode where the Flyers were simultaneously playing in the background, so I won't go over that game, but it sucked. It was the one when they lost 5-2 against the Panthers. Oh, yeah. That was a rough loss. But since then, we've had a much more positive week. Let's go to eleven twenty one. That was when was when was eleven twenty one? Was that eleven twenty one Friday? Was, uh, no, that was Thursday, because Friday was the twenty second. I can confirm. All right, so twenty first. Oh no, yeah, that was Thursday. Um, the Flyers played in Carolina against the Hurricanes, and we. Got rocked like a hurricane. Nope, we started pretty shitty. All right, Elliot was in net. Elliot was in net, and we went down 2 nothing right away, and it was looking like we were going to get absolutely ass-obliterated. Like, anal-obliterated. Anal-obliterated. <laughs> it sounds like a Pokemon. Um, <laughs> Go, anal-obliterated. I choose you. Pokemon, certain shield. Um, Actually, it sounds like a Pokemon move more than <laughs> anal obliteration. Anal obliteration. Pikachu, use anal obliteration. Pika. What is your hold item like a dildo or something? How do they perform this attack? Um, I don't know. But uh, start out two nothing, and then the boys came back at the end of the first period to tie it up two two, and then it was pretty much flyers for the rest of the game. We won uh, five to three. Uh, Drew had a four point night. Drew finally stepped up. You know, the vets have been struggling a little bit. And Drew... It's pronounced Garux. Yes, that's actually true. Garux. It's, it's actually a Garux. But, uh... <laughs> but, um... <laughs> at, uh, they created new line, uh, line combinations, and Drew, Frost, and Konechny were playing together. And Morgan Frost got his second goal on a shorthanded goal off a beautiful face-off win to Drew. One-time shot. Bada-bing. And then, uh... Morgan Frost got a silky assist. I wrote silky because 
Giroux literally was just sitting in front of the net. Konechny did this this fantastic little turn, gave the puck to Frost. Frost just comes out in front, gives a little dipsy doodle to Giroux, and Drew just taps so it in. I'm learning all these terms right now. These are all terms that I just created. You could say it's frost oh. cold, you know. Frosty, you mean? Frost cold. <laughs> Up in that Wendy's, bitch. <laughs> um, but no, they played really well. I love the line Drew, Connecting, and Frost have been. Um, He's connecting in the dots. Yes. With Frosty Nips. Uh, <laughs> and uh, Proverov scored another goal, and Elliot, I mean. He started out with the you know going down too, but he bounced back. He didn't have the strongest night, but he made key saves when we he when we needed him to, and uh, the boys worked. You know that we beat Carolina two times in both their meetings, so we're two, uh, two and zero currently against them, and that's huge because they're divisional. So we need those points against them, so that could help us. You know, come April, um, then we go to Saturday. The Flyers played Calgary, and the Flyers dominated Calgary, who are struggling right now. And we got a lot to talk about Calgary this week, because Calgary's had a uh, the flame, a bit of a wild story come out about them recently. As the, as the flame died out, yeah, really badly. Don't let the flame die out. Um, <laughs> so Flyers pretty much dominated SpongeBob. The Flyers dominated pretty much. 90% of the game, Voracek scored a goal. He was a hard-working diving goal. Um, Hayes got a gift to make it 2 nothing, Or no, Hayes got... No, hold on, shit. Out of order. Then Calgary scored 1... To, what the fuck happened? Wait, hold on. Did Calgary score first? Either way, it doesn't matter. It was 2-1. to one at, What's the score that happened? <laughs> it was 2-1 to one at the end of... Uh, near the end of the third period because Hayes pretty much got a gift because Joel Farabee went in and uh, got the goalie to give the puck up in front of a wide-open net. Hayes scored another one. So Hayes has two goals in the last three games. And then... uh, But then, with a minute left, Calgary scored. Once again, because we can't hold a fucking lead. So... Once again, we went to a fucking shootout. I love them. Oh, my God. I love the shootout. <laughs> I was watching the Sixers. So I didn't and we lost. Another shootout. shootout. So, so we got another point, but we, we also lost. But we lost, and we should have won that game. Calgary sucks. That's crazy. Uh, so that was rough, but I was pretty disappointed. It was that I, The fact we lost that game when we shouldn't have, like, it shouldn't have been a loss. Like, it, it, that, that one really pissed me off because... They literally had 39 seconds to hold on to the game, and they gave up. They gave up having two easy points, and then they ended up not winning it in the shootout. So the fact they got to the shootout and they lost, and it wasn't Carter Hart's fault. It was the fact that well, Giroud tried the same movie and he tried his goddamn slap shot that hasn't worked since he tried it that one night. And then that one time though, Eric. <laughs> yeah, and then Farabee tried the same. Movie. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty. And much, they won't yeah. use Konechny in the shootout. I they would are. say justified. I don't know. That's the thing. They keep using like a uh, fucking Chris Stewart. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> he isn't even playing yet. But I would just say like uh, the slap shot worked. So I mean, like it's. Uh, I, I would just let it run its course. You know, like, keep going. It has. He's one for three yeah. with it. When he wound up, That's it was pretty like, good. Bruntlet. But he's 0 for 2 for the past two times. He's done. <laughs> Wish he didn't hit it. Oh, no. All right. Bruntlet? Well. Oh, he killed him. We have an Eric Bruntlet reference on this podcast. 
All right. God damn it. So Burn the most. We just so right out of the, out of the three games that I'm talking, you're going to talk about the best game came last night against a it. really good Ca- uh, uh, Vancouver Canucks team that has been playing do- pretty dominantly right now. You know, they got a lot of young talent and they've been playing really well. I think they're third in their division in the West. On, um, I think they're in the Pacific Division. Yeah, I think they're in the Pacific Division, but uh, they. Um, we worked our asses off last night. We played really well, and we won in regulation. We won two to one finally. Boo. Okay, yeah. Oh well, you because you like shootouts. I guess. Ha ha ha! Oh, fuck you too. Um, but it, I I was really impressed last night. I mean, I had to watch the game on delay because I was seeing the movie, the Jojo Rabbit movie, so I didn't get to watch it on yeah. time, so I watched it delayed, but uh, I was paying attention. I mean, real fans would just get angry. <clears throat> All right, yeah, fuck you too. You didn't want, did you watch the game? Did you? No? You would have no way of telling. <clears throat> You're right. Yeah. Other than the fact that I could not dispute any facts that you tell me right now. <laughs> All right. Uh, tell uh, Kimo Timonen scored a slap shot. He's still in the league. <laughs> <laughs> That was a joke. That was me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I blanked out for a second. Come on. I even knew that one. Um, um, Wasn't he old when he was on the Flyers like 10 yeah. years ago? <laughs> All right. Um, so, Couturier scored. The Canucks scored one. <laughs> I can't get over Joey fell for the plot hole that I was supposed to fall into. <laughs> I wasn't paying attention. I was texting. And people would think that, and people would think like, oh, that was a bit, no, that was Joey genuinely confused. Yeah. That's <laughs> okay. All right. Um, okay. So the Canucks scored early. If it wasn't in context, I probably would have thought the same thing. <laughs> the Canucks scored early, and uh, it was one nothing going into the second period, and then Couturier scored about four or five minutes into the second period on a... Cooter! Yes, not a pretty goal, but uh, Robert goal. Robert Haig came down, shot the shot a wrist shot, and the puck was just sitting there, kind of bouncing around. I think Voracek did get his hands on it because he got an assist, and then Couturier just uh, turned around and fired it in, so we tied it. And how then, fitting is it that Cooter is on the clip line? He's not anymore. Oh, he's not. No, because they put uh, it's Couturier, Limbaum, and Voracek now. Because they need a Voracek to get going. Which, I'll get for into that. Bring back the clip, man. <laughs> <laughs> you got to go looking for it. <laughs> now it is a cliff fork. <laughs> a cliff a check. Clit Lee. There's no fun name for that. It's uh, the the v- Voodabomb. I don't know. <laughs> but, um, so... It was tied 1-1 for the remainder of the second period. You know, there was a couple good chances, but for the most part, it was pretty back and forth. They, uh, Flyers, the Flyers are playing a lot more of a game where they're kind of doing all the fundamental things right, and they're just waiting to see. You know, they're waiting for their opportunity. They're not being stupid with the puck. They're being really strong, you know, limiting the amount of turnovers. One of the only turnovers of their game was the one that actually cost them the goal. So, you know, obviously – turnovers create mistakes that are costly but we're limiting them the defense has been playing really well um and i'll get into something about the defense actually after i'm done with this but um forge cool. oh i'm still going for <laughs> check uh in the third period scored an absolute laser yeah 
Justin Ooh. Braun turned into shut. Write that down. Yeah. Laser. No, laser. I'm just like I'm. This is getting to me. Oh yeah, bit. no. So but I'm, Justin, uh, I'm gonna get a lot more fun as this. All right, Jim, getting drunk, it's impossible. Oh, it's a lot. It must be the uh, cuticle diet or whatever it's called. It probably is. The cuticle diet? Isn't that thing on yeah, your I'm fingernail? Just, yeah, I'm just eating my fingernails. <laughs> <laughs> what is it called again? The a keto. A keto. the cuticle. <laughs> whatever. Yeah, I'm just eating right. my fingernails. Um, but uh, the Voracek scored, Voracek scored a really nice goal. I don't know if you guys saw it, but um, you didn't. <clears throat> How do you know? Because I'm imagining you didn't. Um... <laughs> And then for the rest of the game, it was about 10 minutes left. Around the 10-minute mark, the Canucks started pushing a little bit more because they obviously were down 2-1 and they were trying. But the Flyers pretty much, you know, just closed up the gaps and uh, got the puck out, and they pulled away with a regulation win. It's a good 2-1 victory. Uh, Boo. All right. Um, <laughs> what the fuck? I want overtime. They had like every game. I want shootouts. Every I want every game to just be a complete like just shootouts the entire. I mean, just zero zero every game and then go into a shootout. Just, just like every game is a shoot. No, just like start out as a shootout. That's that's hockey now. Then the other <laughs> that's, team, the that's, other team has two shots to deck the other guy before he gets the that's, goal. <laughs> here's Voracek's goal. In case you guys see pass it. Oh, I did see this. You did see it? All right. Yes, did. Um, did you see it? No. <laughs> because I do pay attention. That's a beautiful red snapper right there. Yeah. There's I do look right. at highlights. I did see that. No, I know. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was a pretty goal. And Voracek's been, Voracek's been hot. He's been working his ass off. And, honestly, I know we t- I said things about Voracek, but Friend I am. This I am, week is, was your. Uh, yeah, no. I mean, I was saying I was, I was, I was, I was, I didn't say that. I was tossing it around the idea of like people have been talking. It was the same thing that people were talking about with Hoskins in the season. People have been throwing that around often. Idiots. Yeah. So I think Voracek. I I've always been a fan of Jake. I think he works his ass off. And I told you, I think that come like playoff time, he'll probably be a little. He'll he'll be hot and he'll be one of our key components going into the postseason. So I don't think moving him is a smart idea. But I did, you know. Fart the idea, just like well, if we did, we'd have to. Well, you're never, you're never gonna get something back, especially in the middle of the season. You're never gonna get back what you give. Like you're never, you're never especially gonna. Especially if he's playing badly. Yeah, like so you're. Or not up to his potential, I guess. Yeah, so it's not like worth getting. If you're gonna get rid of him, you get rid of him after the season. So I think you keep him for the rest of the season. I tweeted that actually the other day. I said that I think we need to keep him, and I think. Yeah. I think so too. No, I liked and I like how he's been playing. And uh, back to what. Uh, we were saying, following the game, Jake Voracek actually had a nice little colorful quote. It was, uh, you know, I've just been playing with Couture Coots. Actually, I've been playing with Coots, and uh, it's been, you know, everyone seems to really enjoy He's playing with Coots. been playing with Cooters? Yes. I got my swagger back. I got I that fuck you attitude back. You were hanging around the clits. You ruined the quote, Jim. He's got that post-not clarity. You ruined my quote. I'm sorry. I'll quote. Say it again. I, I got again. my swagger back. I got that fuck you attitude back. And apparently, he nodded, uh, he nodded is what he's trying to say. Yeah, AV said, um, <laughs> someone asked AV, like, so how do you feel? Or now Voracek's playing a little better with Coots, and apparently everyone just enjoys playing with Couturier. Like, everyone seems to play a lot better when they're next to Couturier, and that's just. Honestly, Couturier being, I would throw the term <clears throat> elite around. Couturier is an elite player. Like he's, Best player on the team. Yeah, he's at least in the top he three. Only, he should be on the uh, front line. He is on the front line. 
but like <laughs> the best ever. Like <laughs> nice, just for every team. <laughs> yeah, every single team just has a neutron style. But I was proud of them last night. Um, they worked really hard for that win, and you know they've been having a bit of a struggle with scoring. You know their offense hasn't been there but their defense has been there and they've been making the most of their opportunities so i'm i was proud of last night and uh a couple little other things before we jump into you know just league news uh shane gossespierre has been scratched two games in a row and I thought he was doing better i so did i but now he's scratched the third game tomorrow night already so they're scratching him again hmm. which is yeah, not looking good and apparently they were uh, i think they interviewed him today and you could just tell that he has zero confidence so that's not good so that'll be something to watch for the rest of the season. Personally, I think they've done everything they can with Gossespierre. I mean, they've really they've given him every opportunity, and he's just been not – he just isn't himself. Like, he just – he's not that elite player he was his rookie year, and they just for some reason can't – I think I think he's too in his head, and I just – probably just needs to change his senior run. Unfortunately, that means – Getting rid of, rid of him, him, but that could help, yeah. You know, and it's, it's just how it is sometimes. And it's, they have, you know – people in the pipeline so it's not like they're sounds like a movie people in the pipeline like a horror movie like starring or like a, starring dusty or, or dusty like one of those movies that like the title doesn't really make sense because <laughs> when you actually watch the movie you're just what's like, that one thing what was it like I don't know. Dick Hansen or something like that, where it's like a really... It's owner like, soup? Yeah, owner, owner soup. soup. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. But, uh... All right. Um, soup. <laughs> so, to keep... Uh, yeah, exactly that same manager. That, no, yeah. Dick, Dick, Dick... What did you say? Dick Johnson? I forget. Something like that. Dick Jackson. <laughs> I'm stupid. Dick probably. Jackson, private eye. <laughs> um, In a world where where hockey is everything Eric dreamed about. I like hockey! Yep, that's okay. me. Yeah. And okay. the Flyers can't seem to put together a winning season. I don't like it! <laughs> <laughs> One man finds true love. Will you go on a date with me? <laughs> Estrogen inbound. (laughs) (laughs) Kill streak unlocked. Estrogen. (laughs) Enemy estrogen inbound. (laughs) I just imagine estrogen inbound. I I need to be. I think I need to drink alcohol more often. (laughs) Estrogen inbound, a Walt Disney Pictures movie. Oh, God. Starring The Rock. (laughs) The Cum Shot, a Disney production. (laughs) Um, For a sports podcast. Um, So. I went off the rails a bit. I mean, Ghost. But it was worth it. Ghost has been scratched. So that's been. It's been. That's. But they've been playing well enough that it hasn't been a problem. But, I mean, Robert Haig, for everything, all the shit I've given him, he has been playing well. And he created a good a good chance yesterday, which led to um, Katori's goal. But we'll have to keep an eye on this ghost thing because, I mean, I'm assuming he's he'll get back in the lineup eventually. Like, it's not like he's just going to be scratched forever. Like, they'll probably wait. Who do you think? I don't want to interrupt you, but I just have a question. No, yeah. I guess. You want to do it now? Yeah, I mean, I, I just want to know who's your top three best performers this year. 
Like, who rose above expectations? And you're like, Lim- I, I think Limblom. Limblom's number one, because, I mean, uh, well, one, Dave Hashtell's a fuck. So it's what he didn't play Limblom. Yeah, he played him. He played like Yori Laterra over, who's the guy? So we traded when we traded Braden Shen. We got two draft picks back, which led to Morgan Frost and Joel Farabee. But we also got back this bum, who got caught for coke possession, so he's not on the team oh, anymore. Shit. But that's not why I don't like him. I just thought he sucked at hockey. But also, um, he. Uh, once Hextall left and uh, AV gave Limbaum the key and basically said just run with it, he's just been a complete he's animal. Still second on the on the team and but him and uh, I think him and Konechny are tied, which comes to my number oh, two. I was gonna say Konechny. Konechny's been. Um, this is second year or third year? Third, fourth, fourth, fourth. Really? Yeah. He was the first round pick, right? Because I yeah. remember the Flyers got a first. We round got a. Uh, we got him. Spectrum. He was like twenty fourth. <laughs> Overall, oh, I thought didn't they get the first round pick like a couple years ago? Or like no, that was Nolan Patrick. Oh, okay, yeah. When was that? Twenty seventeen or something? Seventeen. He's got that migraine thing yeah. still. I don't. He, he's on uh, long term injury reserve, so I don't know if he's going to play this year. It's kind of sad. What is his faults? He's, yeah. <laughs> 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 he's apparently playing well now. No, he's not. Yeah, he's he's no, the best player. That's overrated. He's, he's scoring like eight points a game. He's elite. But uh, <laughs> the um. Anyway. Uh, and number three, more than I'm scoring. Number three, who's rose basketball? Above, so <laughs> who's rose above expectations? So you're saying I could possibly be better. Yes, actually. Um, who rose against? Um, how about Phil Myers? Yeah, probably Myers, but also I expected him to be. Like I expected oh, yeah. it. They yeah. got him like midseason, well halfway through. Yeah, but he was on the team last year and he was playing oh, really was. well. But then for some reason they sent him down for like cap <clears throat> reasons. I don't know. But I I expect. But I'd say number three because he's been playing really well. I mean, and with defensemen, the problem with that, with them is um, they're always gonna like. You learn on the fly as a young defenseman, so you're gonna make huge mistakes because the defense is the second line of. Defense <laughs> before the goalie, so if so, mistake, it could lead to like a a huge uh, goal, and then that's they're the ones who get the blame put on them usually. Right, so, right. Um, but yeah, probably those three. I mean, like Morgan Frost only has a small sample size, but he's come on the team, and it's been a complete different offense. I also have a player that I feel to me is, you're going to say Tyler. No, oh, I'm going to say, <clears throat> and I mean this from the bottom of my heart. Gritty. <laughs> Damn it, Jim. I really do because you and your in a re- listen in a recent poll in Philadelphia, who the better mascot is? Gritty has usurped the throne from the Philly fanatic. Are you and kidding I, I'm me? Giving credit where credit is wow. due. Wow, it's wow. earned. Isn't the Philly Fanatic the most popular mascot of all time in sports? Oh shit! <laughs> Damn. But Gritty's so, also but Gr- at home. Gritty, Gritty's Gritty. got it. But Gritty's, I mean, yeah, Gritty does a lot to, for his brand. He does. He does I, I love Gritty. I, I'm no, not saying I Gritty, like Gritty, this Gritty's idea. exciting. Like, ever, remember for like a week when everyone was like, Gritty sucks. And then, like, well, I mean, he, he looked, looked like weird. He looked like <laughs> but mascots look crack but, uncle. But, I mean, masca- <laughs> but mascots look, like look weird. Like, the I Philly know? fanatic looks like looks a dork. Like he goes to fucking NASCAR races on the weekends, man. Hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> yes. Jeff! Jeff Gordon takes left turn! Left turn! Left turn! Left turn! Gritty is a Voice box in the costume that just constantly does NASCAR quotes. It just sounds like Ricky. It just sounds like Ricky Bobby. He's like, I'm going fast. If you're first, you're last. Um, 
But uh, yeah, those are the three probably best performers. Got a kilo of Colombian Bam Bam tattooed yeah. underneath your car. He just lifts his shirt up. He's got fucking coke attached to his stomach. He's like, anyone want to blow? <laughs> well, they're all, Phil Myers is a young guy, right? Yeah, and we undra- he's undrafted. So that's all three. Really so he's someone players. we got for free, basically. Like we didn't even like, yeah. Pretty good sign. But yeah, no, the entire team's young, like for the most part. Once you got those, the core, right, of uh, the older core, Drew. And they're the ones who are kind of struggling a little bit. Like Van Riemsdyk still can't score. Voracek's heating up a little bit. When they start scoring and the young guns are, have been carrying us, it's gonna be they're going to be dangerous. Um, you know, I'd say Carter Hart, too. I mean, Carter Hart, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put him in the top three, but I'd say, like, the month of November, he had a crazy good, I think he was 4-2. and two. He had a really good goals against average. Um, his save percentage was really strong. And he's been ever since that one game. Like he's been weirdly pulled like three times this year, though, after giving up like four goals or something. But it, most of the time, it hasn't been his fault. The team has just been slow. But no, I I would say he's been. I mean, he's been the goalie we've wanted. Like he's been playing, and also having Brian. Actually, no, I'll Elliot. say Brian Elliott. Yeah. That's actually that that makes him more than Carter Hart. I was gonna say that too. I mean, like. On a realistic thing. No, Elliot has played really strong this year, and no one has given him necessarily the credit, I don't think, because he's not, and he's a vet, and he knows that Carter Hart's the future, and he's just been working his ass off. And Carter Hart learning from someone like Brian Elliott's going to be huge later down the line because he's going to be, he's going to learn a lot about, like, you know, when shit doesn't go your way, how to, like, be calm. And Carter Hart already has a calm factor to him, but, you know, it's nice to learn from a vet you know, to, to figure out how to handle adversity because, Goalies at any position have the most adversity. Say, like, it's an injury or, like, you know, you just can't – you keep fucking losing. Like, you just can't catch a break. Like, you couldn't – like, sometimes goalies literally can't save a beach ball. Who's losing? Does she have a good pussy? <laughs> Do you know what he's saying? You said <laughs> I follow, you keep yeah. fucking losing. Is she tight, bro? Or he? <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Fuck it, I don't. <laughs> you need to cool off on the drink. Here, where's no, the bottle? But, but uh, <laughs> all right. Um, I know. I mean, that's that's great because I know Brian Elliott. Like you I, know him, you're friends. I with know him personally. Yeah, okay. You no, got, like you guys I, go way I, back. we used to play hockey together on the. Uh, <laughs> No, <laughs> Shut the fuck yeah. up! No, yeah, I'm talking in NHL game. like the video game. We right? used to, we what? used to play. Eric and I used to play in a hockey league on NHL, the game. And Brian Elliott was a solid goalie. Brian Elliott was a goalie when we used to play the game. He was there. I know him like a brother. Well, yeah, this is what I'm <laughs> virtually it's important for Carter Hart to learn from someone that has the experience. Yeah, you know no, that exactly. And when when we re-signed him. Now you realize why we re-signed him because yeah, I, one, I, I, he's I as a backup. I mean, Carter he's a he's a he's a, he's a shut the fuck. Up. He's a good he's a he's a really good backup, and honestly, he's a good backup. He's kind of like a one B, you could say, but it's Carter Hart's. That's Carter Hart's net. Yeah. But like Elliot can come in for like two to three game stretches if need be, and you know give a solid performance, and then go back to Carter Hart. And it's great. I mean, you really don't think about it impacting Carter Hart too much because he's already really good. And he well, also like, no about Carter, he can only get better. No, Carter Hart like, knows you know? it's he's the, he's the guy. Yeah. Which but he also that's the thing about a good healthy relationship with two goalies is that like neither one of them it's like a healthy competition. No one wants to no one wants to like overtake the goalie, but you obviously like if you're playing well, you're cheering on your other guy, but you're also like, "All right, I got to get good too." So it's like a healthy yeah. competition. But yeah, like, he's definitely helping him and Carter Hart has a lot to learn still. He's only how he's many 21. years in the league? Yeah, he's 21. How many years has he been in the league? 
One. Not even. And a half. One no, half. he's not even been. In, he's, pra- he's not. He's not even. He's probably a fucking one third. <laughs> one fourth. There you go. There's more like one fifth. <laughs> anyway, it's, I, we're it's not important. a math podcast. I, I don't know where you're going with this. I, I, it's just in any sport, you always want your young. You want a healthy veteran. That's, that's why bringing in someone like Matt Niskanen. <laughs> Who's also another guy who's been performing way above what anyone kind of thought. Um, he's a guy we traded Gudas for in Washington. Um, him and he's made Provorov a lot better of a defenseman because he actually has a, a good vet partner that both of them can rely on each other. And Provorov's learning how to be a professional defenseman in the league. Having a vet next to you in like very like crazy times. Kind of calms down and says, okay, if something happens, I know that this guy is going to be there for me. Mm-hmm. Just like Carter Hart's like, I know Elliot's there, if God forbid. Like, And goalies are head cases where, like, you don't want – a goalie is always in their head no matter what. So, like, having a guy there to kind of sit down and be like, listen, Carter, it's going to be all right. You know, shit happens, but I've been through shit too. Like, his, I think Brian Elliott went through a bad injury stretch, and he's overcome it. So, yeah, it's good. But – um. I mean, that's it. But, all right, what other flyer shit do I have before I jump in the league talk? Um, I mean, they play tomorrow, so they play, uh, they're in Columbus tomorrow night, and then they come home for Black Friday, which I'm actually going to that game, so it's going to be fun. You know, a day at the Wells Fargo Center, I'm going to be a little tipsy. You're going to cop a jersey? Like I think I'm going to wait. I, I'm, uh, you know, if someone special in my life is listening right now, <laughs> yeah, no, um, I want to. buy you tickets to this game, too. No, I I have a friend whose dad bought us tickets to the game, but uh, he um. He's got the plug. But Hannah, if you're listening, the name is Konechny, number eleven on the jersey. Kosaini. Yes, Kosaini. If you see that, um, <laughs> how it should be. I do really want a Konechny jersey though. That's the next jersey I think I'm getting because I love that fucking kid. He's so good. Um, and he's a flyer for how many more years? Six. That's beautiful. I know. We'll trade him in two. But <laughs> anyway, <laughs> but um, all right, let's Did go. You knock on wood that they do trade him. Or no, no, no. Tra- <laughs> somehow, wait. All right, we're not trading. There we go. I did a deal. They'll trade him in two years. Knock on wood. Um, but yeah. all right, let's go around the league now. So take me around the ice. There you go. Take him ice skating. All right, now. Remember when I said Calgary's been having some issues? Yes. Yeah. Well, Calgary coach Bill Peters. No, Calgary coach Bill Peters accused of throwing horrible racist remarks in the locker room. I got that update on. Yeah. Okay. I'm not going to say the remarks, but a former player of his who happens to be black came out when he was it was a Chicago Blackhawks prospect when Bill Peters coached for uh, I think it's fuck it's not the Chicago Wolves. The I'll find out. It's I forget the I forget the name of the team. They're AHL. Who was the player? I forget the player. <laughs> so, Great. All right, here we go. So I have it. All the all the details. He's actually a Nigerian-born player. Oh. Um, so really bad. Oh, the Rockford. <laughs> Rockford. Uh, fucking what is Rockford? Rockford AHL team. Ba 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 ba. Ba 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 ba. Rockford Ice Hogs. <laughs> wow. Um, Bill Peters was the coach there in, I think like '09 was when this happened. Um, and the player was Akim Akim Alu. 
That's his name. I've heard of him before. Have, Have you he? actually? I think so. The name sounds familiar. Because Eric hasn't. <laughs> I didn't know he was a guy before. I don't know before. who he is. I just heard um, his name. But, but uh, like basically, Olajuwon, but. he said some really rough racist terms because he's a Nigerian-born player. Should I read bleeped out ones or should I just should I give you like a probably an shouldn't I, say should I give you an I not say them should I give you at an, all you should just leave it at racist remarks okay should I, I was gonna say should I give you an idea of where it went basically it well, involved I mean, the, all right I it involved the type no it involved <laughs> all right I can give you it involved the type of music that he was playing in the locker room okay but he dropped a specific word that a racist term the one that you probably shouldn't say ever. Yes. Well, he said that six times. <laughs> and now it's coming out that apparently also a lot of NHL players are coming out and basically saying, like, yeah, this guy, like... I thought you were about to say all these NHL players are now racist. No. He came out and said basically, like, oh, this coach used to, like, basically... Verbal abuse. He verbally abused the players. He would, like, fucking kick them in the head and shit on the bench and, like, stuff like that. Christ. Like, it was like, yeah. So basically, Calgary is going to fire this guy. It's got it, but he said basically Calgary. It came out. It, I wouldn't go. He's kicking people. <laughs> it came out today. It came out today that first Calgary was. They were like, "Oh, Calgary coach Bill Peters was fired." Then the GM came out and said, "No, he's not fired." But these are terrible, terrible accusations, and we're looking in and like they're basically because you technically can't fire someone for what they said. So they have to go through like a labor lawyer to basically figure out how to do this. But there is no way that this guy is on the team, a coach of the team. They're going to figure out a way to cut him, like, which sucks because Calgary, like, do they have any games upcoming? Like, can you imagine if he just coaches one game and they're like, hey, yeah. I think they have a game tomorrow, so he'll, he'll either be gone tomorrow, <laughs> probably if it yeah, happens. Because that'd be really awkward if it was just yeah. And apparently, Calgary's been game. on the downward anyway, and a lot of people. I uh, another podcast I listen to, which is a lot of NHL players go on it. Uh, they were hinting at the fact that like it, maybe the players aren't super keen on playing for him because he's kind of a hard ass. And it's funny because another coach by the Toronto Maple or who coached the Toronto Maple Leaves, Mike Babcock, he got fired. He was fired. I know. I saw that. And apparently, he's another hard ass. Who another story came out about him? Something he did on the team. And let me this one I can actually say, and I want to see your guys opinions because i got a strong opinion about this all right so mike babcock gave a rookie who was later revealed to be mitch marner in his rookie year gave him a list and said i want you to write down who you feel is the hardest working players on the team from top to bottom like who has the best work ethic and as a rookie you're gonna like try to appease the coach because you don't want to be like no right like if you're a rookie you feel like you don't want to say no because it's your first so he wrote down all the players who he thought and then Mike Babcock went into the locker room and read the list and then read who was at the bottom, basically. And like, so basically, Babcock threw his player under the bus. Why? Would you, how do you, like, that's just a weird, that's just a dick, that's just a dick. It's just a weird thing. Yeah, that's just a dick. Make a list of people you don't like and (laughs) I'm going to go read it. It wasn't even that he liked, it was just people who he thought, like, it was like the swag list. Yeah. Don't bring that shit. But no, no, but that's ex- no, but like in, in a, in a right? no, but in a way, like it kind of is. It was, but like I don't know. Like Just if I, I wouldn't be mad. Five. I wouldn't be mad at the player. I would be like, all right, you, you kind of like, you, I, you're supposed to be like for the boys with like your team. But at the same time, like 
if the coach asks you as a rookie to do something, you're going to be like, yeah, like I'll do it. But then like you don't expect the coach to I mean, come. You assume it to be confidential. Yeah, and then he goes out to do that, and then apparently a lot more people have come out and been like. And I can only imagine being that player. Like, all right, here you go, coach. And he's like, all right, follow me. And he just goes in the other room. This Mike guy, Davis, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> this rookie thinks you suck. He's probably like, okay. Uh, <laughs> oh, you, you, you. This guy hates your guts. <laughs> but uh, this kid who doesn't have any freaking pubic hair yet thinks you suck. Uh, he's twenty-one. If he doesn't have any pubes, he's got a lost cause. But um, some people can't grow a beard. On their Boy. balls. <laughs> Shout out Corey McGid. Can't grow a beard. On his balls? Ball beard. I don't know about that, but I haven't beard seen his balls. balls. <laughs> beard balls? Ball. Balls on your beard? Ball beard. Testicles. <laughs> and a kid uh, has testicles on his chin. Look it up, people. actual testicles? Yeah, no, there's balls under his uh, chin. Okay. Yeah, ball chinians. Well, good for his chinians. <laughs> the video I was watching was like... And you know what? Keep it close to... Close, Keep it close to the neck, yeah. God, it was a video I was watching, and he's like, God made the echidna five minutes after he created marijuana. <laughs> he created Doritos five minutes after that. <laughs> um, <laughs> what was that? That was um, true facts. <laughs> yeah, true facts. Those opinions are hilarious. Great. Throwback. Not a sponsor. But, all right. <laughs> so... And then I was listening to something else, and I was reading about Babcock, and there's been times where, like, former players have come out and basically been like, yeah, Babcock's kind of a dick. (coughs) And basically it just sounds like what happened was, like, his ego got in the way, and he thinks, like, he invented hockey. That's what, like, the general consensus was. So, like, it was either, like, my way or no way. Like, he wouldn't uh, wouldn't adapt. Like, if something wasn't going wrong, he – like, there's a thing in hockey where, like, you know how you have four lines – well, you obviously your first line's your best line, and then it goes down the list. And if you're same Luke, thing with cocaine. That's you're actually right. Actually you're, 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 <laughs> holy fuck! Yeah, you're, you're, I, mean, I mean you're not wrong. <laughs> I don't. But, this uh, has been true facts. <laughs> but uh, but uh, Jim, you have a good Morgan Freeman. <laughs> but um. That's <laughs> <laughs> pretty good. Actually. Again, it's just the fucking cocaine. Like, oh, you're on your fourth. You're pretty on your fourth. You're on your fourth one. You're like, damn. You're like, I want to go back to my first one. This is a, this one's weak. It's like, it's like it's like fucking doing Splenda. <laughs> but um, uh, fuck. What was I saying? Now it was the thing about the about the line. Oh um. But like, if you're losing, if you're you're losing, (laughs) if you're losing in a, if you're losing a game like two to one, and say it's like game seven of the Stanley Cup final, you kind of lean more and play your first like line and your second line more than your third and fourth because you you know you put your best players on the ice and you want them to kind of like you give your stars a chance to shine. Babcock would be losing like three to one in the playoffs, and he would be playing his fourth line. Like and not be playing as stars, and he would basically be like, "No, I'm going to roll the lines the way they are, and they're, it's going to work its way out." He wouldn't like adapt the play. He, it, a lot of it sounds, sounds like, like he's a bad coach. Sound, but no, he's also no, but he's won six Stanley Cups. Oh shit! <laughs> with well. Detroit, when Detroit was in their dynasty, they well, maybe he knows something we don't. No, but also like a lot of the time that a lot of the time these old time coaches, and I don't know if how this is in baseball, but. Um, like the guys who were good back in the day and like back in the 80s and 90s, once the game kind of like evolved and the players kind of evolved, they're obviously not as good anymore because they're not used to working with these younger players. Yeah. 
I mean, Joe Girardi had a similar issue with that in uh, with the Yankees because he like he grew up or well, he went through the league with like all those like hard ass players like Derek Jeter, uh, A Rod, like and all then those it kind of got younger, right? To share, and they all got younger, and he didn't know how to deal with a lot. But of that's also a good learning experience when he comes. But he's to also yeah, he's yeah. learning. He's well, learning. Well, AV went through the same made. thing with uh, he went to Vancouver, and he was you know a lot of like vets and you know. A lot hard, no, harder nosed players, and then when he got to New York, he had to, um, he had to. Uh, I couldn't take uh, you. Distracted me by licking that cup. <laughs> anyway, good. he uh, in in New York, he was he was called. Uh, he was basically said to not be playing the younger players because he didn't know how to handle younger talent. And now that he's in yeah, Philly, he's like now he's in player. Philly. He's figuring out how to use. Well, not really though, because you also like. If you have a bunch I mean, of they're younger and it's a new generation of players, but I mean it. No, nope. it comes down to it. Hockey's hockey, but not really because but vets. No, because v- your vets are already built in the league and playing in professionally versus playing in like juniors is completely well, yeah, different. You, you, you obviously don't put as much emphasis on the players that are younger to, than the yeah you, chiseled veterans. You figure out what to do, and that's a learning experience. And I and I really mean chiseled. Babcock veterans. Babcock sounds like the type of guy where he's going to get another job, but he's not going to do that. He's going to do his old stubborn way thing. And and the Flyers literally almost had Babcock, so we would have had Ron Hextall, Babcock, but instead we got Ron Hextall and seriously. Dave Hextall. I couldn't take them seriously if Babcock was our coach. Who's also supposedly listed one of the greatest coaches ever, but now he's kind of tarnished by... Fuck him. Especially this, this, this incident like that Jesus. came... No, th- especially <laughs> this incident that came go, out with, like, with the whole, like, ratting out your players, basically. It's just... I don't know. I, I don't... I, if I found out a coach was doing this about me, I would be... I'd be fucking pissed. Like, I... I see, I had coaches when I was playing young... When I was younger where, like... Yeah, there was a couple hard-nosed coaches. Can you stop licking your cup? No, it's really tasty. But, <laughs> but um, and they would they would do like things to like kind of like press your buttons a little bit to like they want to get the best out of you. Sometimes you got to press a player's buttons, but they would never do it where like there's a difference between pressing buttons and just being an asshole to your player. And this my is- coach would scream at me to hit the ball fair. Joke in a test for this. Yeah, well, you hit like 35 home runs, but they were foul to left field. <laughs> I mean, um, could you t- could, could, could you say talent? I mean, <laughs> if you swung a little faster, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was if I swung slower. You're Oh, you're I'm sorry. I'm used to everybody I, being a lefty. <laughs> yeah. Good times. Yeah. Um, I, I could have been a major league. I could have been scouted. You still, yeah, dude. You're still young enough. But yeah, and so Bab. <laughs> so basically, between Babcock and Peters, Nicole, actually former Peter. former player of the Flyers, Dan Carcillo came out today and said uh, he had a younger youth coach too, who basically falls in line with Peters and Babcock, and who is still currently coaching and hasn't been, you know, had any consequences for what he's. What he's done, he's basically like, it basically called out hockey culture and sports culture in general, where it's like what goes on in the locker room stays in the locker room, which is yeah. very scary if you think about like, because apparently Bill Peters, someone came out too. There was a hazing incident a couple in earlier in his career where like he made players stand naked on the bus bathroom and like shit like that. So it was like it got like misconducty and weird. Wait, you don't do that. Well, I do that on my own time. Am I doing it wrong? <laughs> Did I miss something? 
What? Standing naked in a bus? What? All right, yeah. Yeah, they would shit into the bathroom. No, they would like all have to stand there <laughs> naked and like. Said anything about it, yeah, like the rookies would have to stand the naked. Yeah, naked. and then what happened was standing on the toilet no, but, like an odd person. No, but then what, what happened? <laughs> no, but then what happened? You've never done that. No, <laughs> no, but then what happened was the guy who said he wouldn't do it was the guy who ended up getting like the player who was like, I don't feel comfortable doing this. He got cut. Yeah, and said he's not a good team guy. So it's shit. Ass. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's, that's the weirdest thing. Literal ass and ass. Yeah. Like I've done like we had Standing. weird shit go on. We had weird shit go on in our hockey locker room. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say that, but it was never to the point where like any we ever like players weren't like targeted or like weird shit like that didn't happen. And like Eric, you never wanted yeah, were you touched? <clears throat> no. In a weird way. <laughs> no. On the stall, show right, me where you, you were. You can touched. talk to us. You can talk. <laughs> I'm not talking to you guys about anything. Oh, he's in, he's defensive. I was. <laughs> no. <He's> defensive. <laughs> You're shaming. He's lying. It's because you guys are shaming me. No, no, we're just trying to we, help we you. We want to help you. I'm not gonna. On this doll of Joey, show me where we touched you. <laughs> no. Yeah, touch me. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Touch um, me. All right. Um, but the, so. Uh, yeah, it's just been kind of like hockey's – a lot of these old-timey hockey guys who are very hard-ass and almost like doing things that I wouldn't even classify as legal per se. Well, I mean, hazing is not great. Yeah, um, they're kind of being called out, and a lot of the – it's shifting a lot. So uh, the Leafs – I'd assume Bill Peters is probably going to be fired within the next day or two. Uh, the <laughs> Leafs have replaced uh, – Mike Babcock with Sheldon Keefe, who was their who was their um, minor league coach, and actually was someone that the Flyers were looking at too before they got AV. And now the, the Leafs are on like a three game win streak now. So was it Babcock? Was it the cock? Did the cock? Sheldon. I, I don't know why I thought young Sheldon. <laughs> Sheldon's good Canadian, a good Canadian name. I know, but like I just imagine imagined young Sheldon. Sheldon from the TV I show. I hate the Big Bang Theory is the stupidest fucking TV show that's ever been put oh, on TV. You. Do you like the Big Bang Theory? I think it's funny. It's for it's it's a stupid people show about smart people. I love it. Yeah, it's always sunny. Well, it's exactly now that, what it's I always am. sunny. Now that's a that's a show about stupid people for smart people. Anyway, I think that that's enough about the whole Bill Peters uh, Babcock situation. Babcock. That's gonna, I mean, Fab- there's no there, there's no reason for any of that bullshit to be in hockey. No, you know, hockey's an inclusive sport, as any sport should be. But you know, you don't throw shit out like this, Bill Peters. I mean, fuck him. It's not even like. The racist comments are bad, but all these things about the hazing and, like, abusing your players and shit, and the fact that he still somehow, like, has a job and hasn't, like, I don't know, it's just... And it, these have been... Do- like, I, I, went doing, with all I went sports. doing... I went doing... I went into doing a lot more research on this, because I was curious about, like, all the players who made accusations and stuff, and, like, this has been known for a while. It's not like this has been... It's not like this has been known... Or this is just like fresh news. It's it's known. Like it's been documented. So it is known. But you want me to pause? No. Okay. Um. Chips. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah! Every fucking time we play Xbox together, you have to have a whole meal. (laughs) Um. But all right. The other two things I want to talk about is. Um, there's there was a nasty suspension that I want to show you guys. 
and I want to see I want to see what you guys think about it. So here you go. There are people playing hockey. A uh, group of players are get, together. Let's get the replay. <clears throat> so it's Robert Bortuzzo's play he had in the game against Nashville the other night on Victor Arvidsson, and we're about to see the replay here. I wanted to get to the close-up There's angle, but referee. here you go. Hold on, you don't need to explain it. People saw it already. Right, so that's that. so that one's a normal. That's like a normal oh, hockey shit. player. No, 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 back. no. Wait. Ooh. Oh shit! No, there's more. They'll show it. Wait, that did they not show the rest? Did they not show what happened after? Oh, they didn't show the whole fucking the part that I actually needed. Well, what the fuck? Oh, here we go. Got knocked down. What he decked him in the guy? Oh. oh shit! And then he like flopped. Puts him. No, he didn't in. flop. And then apparently, so Arvidsson's out for four weeks now with like a lower body injury from like his spine being eviscerated. So he got his Robert Bortuzzo got suspended for four games. Now, the first play, the cross check from behind, that's hockey. That happens. But the cross check on the ground, that's just a dirty cheap shot. I mean, that's. Oh, I just yeah. wanted to see what you guys thought about that. I mean, it, that's it, nasty. Thanks for the. I mean, I, I'll, I penalty. I don't know. It he did get a, he did get a penalty, but the, I mean, like the the nasty like cross check down. That I mean that <clears throat> the fact that he's hurt real bad now. Yeah, it happens in football all the time. You see that shit all the time, guys. Just doing that extra shit that they yeah, don't need to be doing. I mean, yeah, hockey's violence. I mean, it's out. a it's it's a contact sport. I get it. People are you can get kind of pissed off playing it. Um, and then. Um, Do I think he should have been suspended? Yeah, because it's not a legal hit. So, and, and then, obviously the guy got hurt from it, and that's not cool. Yeah, no, I wasn't a big, I wasn't a big fan of it. I, I mean, I'm all for like, I like chippiness of hockey. Like, I love. He doesn't have a dent in his head like uh, Mason Rudolph for the oof, Steelers. Do we even talk about that yet? Do we? <laughs> do we? Do we get a chance to talk about that? I know, I know it's, it's not, not. I know it's not. I know it's not hockey, but we should have brought it. I mean, Jesus Christ! It happened the day day after our podcast. <laughs> yeah, the whole the whole fucking dude he gets hit with a helmet, and then to cap matters off, uh, Miles Garrett came out and then said the thing about like how like oh Mason Rudolph called me a racial slur, and then everyone on the who was on the field was like no he didn't. So then Miles Garrett beat got beat a dude with a helmet and then lied. <laughs> nice. All right, but yeah, but um, he's racist. All right, but uh. The last thing I want to talk about is just a neat little play that will cap off the hockey talk with something a little more positive. All right. So yeah. this is uh, Vancouver against Washington. And watch this cool breakaway that happens right here. So, you know, he's on a breakaway. I can't confirm the guy is no, on a breakaway. he's on a breakaway. Now watch the defenseman There's behind him. There's a referee him. in the way. Did you see what he did? <laughs> Tripped him. No. Watch, watch the Vancouver defenseman behind uh, JT Miller. It's Quinn Hughes is the one in the back. JT Miller is one skate. Look, watch what he does. He pushes him to break up the breakaway. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, that's like here it is, a better ankle. That's so that's a that's a real that's a really smart play. Yeah, but no, he gives him a little lunge forward to be able to catch up to him. That's actually pretty like that's a smart that's heads, up. heads up play. Yeah, I'll take it. Um, cool. Yeah, I just thought that was a cool little play. Figured you guys want to see it, so it's fun. But uh, that's it for NHL news. I think I know we got a lot. We talked a lot about uh, some heavy topic today. Talked a bit about got into it so. Wheatland's not a sponsor. <laughs> Wheat. But, all right, Jimbo, let's hop over to the Diamond and uh, 
hear about what's going on. You ready to hear about a real sport? No. (laughs) 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 Oh, you got me there, you fuck. (laughs) All right, talk about your talk about your useless sport. Thank you, Eric, for handing the torch over to me. And I really did enjoy the hockey stuff this week. I'm handing the torch over to Joe as well. Joe's got Joe's got his hand both hands on the torch. He's got on our he's holding our torches. I don't want to hold no torch. I just want to comment on. You can hold my torch anytime. Yeah, you got both your hands on our staff. Torch. Okay. <laughs> On our sticks. Okay. Anyway, sticks. welcome to Baseball Talk. Let's roll into the uh, Phillies news this week. And the Phillies news is there is no news. No, but for all intents and purposes, it's been kind of a slow week. Um, and kind of a silent start to the offseason. Um, I know signing Girardi was big, uh, getting all of our coaching staff in order. Big part of it. It's going to help us going forward. Um, but as of right now, only the only signing which happened today was Josh Harrison of the uh, for, formal, formerly part of the Pirates organization. Last year he was part of the Tigers. Um, I believe he had a uh, season-ending injury, so he's had a couple injury-prone seasons. That, 32, uh, right? I'm not sure right now. I'm checking him out. Okay. Big fucking news, okay. right? I mean, he's a depth piece. Oh, that's, um, yeah, it's good. He's a, another utility guy. A, uh, I was listening to another Phillies podcast today. They called it the uh, Scott Kingery before Scott Kingery, kind of. He played a bunch of different positions and pretty good at each of them. Um, and he had, he had some offensive years where he was really an adequate player. Um, since then, it's kind of tapered off, and I like it as a depth piece. I mean, he's basically filling. Uh, huh? He is thirty-two. He's thirty-two. Um, he's basically filling the uh, Sean Rodriguez role, but I think he's a little bit better. Watch the, watch your uh, pussy flaps clapping together. <laughs> Thank you. Anyway, <laughs> drink. I need another drink. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta wet the whistle. <laughs> Can I mind if I wet my whistle? Um, <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, uh, glad to see the Phillies making at least one move today. That was pretty cool. Um, Phil's a good, uh, Phil's a nice bench spot for us. Um, he signed to a minor league deal. Should get some playing time during uh, <clears throat> preseason. He can play third base or what? He can play all of them. Anywhere you want to put him, he can play. Cool. Utility. But that's what we needed. So, and hopefully, he's a nice uh, rebound uh, candidate, player of the or, or uh, comeback player of the year candidate. Um, obviously, he's not going to get a lot of playing time. Hopefully, because if that happens, that means someone's injured, um, and the Phillies' playoff hopes are down the drain. But um, yeah, good, good signing. Nice. Uh, Nice little minor league deal. Kind of add some depth. What we need. Now, down to the rumor mill. The Phillies have obviously been linked to a lot of names as of late. Uh, Madison Bumgarner, Zach Wheeler, Cole Hamels, Mike Ustakas, and D.D. Gregorius. Um, they have yet to make any moves towards any of those guys yet. Uh... There was one report today that, or at least a couple days ago maybe, that uh, the Phillies are count on the Phillies to sign at least one big name before 
uh, New Year's Day. So, I mean, that's obviously over a month away, but um, always, uh, I mean, that's that's pretty good considering the off-seasons. It's like right in the middle of the off-season. Got some of them winter meetings going on. Winter meetings. Winter meetings. Classic. Great time. Anyway. Um, and I'll be network. Also news about uh, Sir Anthony Dominguez. Did it, I don't remember if we talked about this last week. Oh, is week. there? I don't know about him. Um, so I don't think we did talk about apparently him. Apparently last... So apparently he's been throwing off the mound and able to uh, throw breaking balls off the mound uh, without pain since uh, September. But they just didn't, they didn't want to throw him back in just because they didn't want to overwork him after coming back from his injury. Oh, that's good news. So, um, so I mean, if everything goes right, he can come back next year basically seamlessly, and uh, seam seamlessly. Uh, he does need to throw his two seamer more often though. So that's for, but uh, anyway, <laughs> um, seam more less. <laughs> uh, but Sir Anthony Dominguez would be. The upgrade the bullpen needs. I mean, I'm not saying that they shouldn't go out and sign more guys because they definitely need to do that. But uh, Sir Anthony Dominguez being healthy next year is a big part of Philly's success if he can get back to his uh, form he had two years ago. Um, yeah, I wouldn't bang on that. In other news, the Phillies are more than likely going to non-tender Cesar and Michael. Um, no. So more than likely, we have seen the end of Michael Franco and uh, Cesar Hernandez. Cesar, the Cesar especially, era, especially for uh, Hernandez, because now I knew you were going to get a Cesar jersey. <laughs> I already have seventeen in my closet, bro. <laughs> I got a Cesar tattoo. On my I mean, hands. I'm not going to be sad. Where to hear it belongs. <laughs> I'm not going to be sad to see either of them go because neither of them really lived up to the little Cesar. I mean, Cesar, Cesar was a nice bridge the gap piece. <laughs> yeah. You know you like Cesar a little bit. He's always bridged the gap. You like Cesar Salad a little bit. He took over second base when Chase Utley uh, moved on from yeah. Philly. So I'm I mean, sure. I I thought he was a very good bridge the gap piece for the Phillies. Do I think he was the answer for second base? No, I do not. Who? He's in Cesar Hernandez. Oh. Yeah. It could be that Pedro Phillies. We've talked about this. I'm not going to. We have, uh, but... He's like Cesar Hernandez reminds he's me. Currently of, he's currently the longest tenured Philly. No, it reminds me of like Joey's like like for Joey. He's like that Philadelphia athlete who like you kind of know he's not great, but you still like you kind of fall for him in a way. Like yeah, I, like he's average. I'm not gonna say he's the worst player on the team because he's not. But he's got like, one of the like, best averages. But on like the there's team. some. Yeah, but, but his defense sucks. But there's no, like some. Doesn't. But no. there's like those athletes so. that stay in the city for a little while who like kind of figure a way to figure out a way to stay here longer than they probably should. So you kind of like, you know, there's some guys, he's the Philadelphia, he's just a Philadelphia athlete he's who's like, to see he's going to leave. I mean, he's not yeah. exactly a media darling. Yeah. But, uh, well, nobody gives a shit about him. That's why. <laughs> like I said, he's a nice bridge the gap piece. No one's going to complain about him because he was a solid baseball player. I'm not going to say he's the worst player on the team because he's not. But yeah. do I think they can improve? Yes, they can. I mostly just talk about him because I know you you get annoyed when I do. So that's why I bring him. I don't get annoyed by him. It's right. it's like because well, it's back in the day when I was saying, "Now nah, we got to put Cesar over Kingery." You got annoyed at that shit. Well, that was just stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's why I brought it Kingery up. Kingery was a first round draft. Cesar Hernandez was just some fuck that played second base. Hey, well, he did it okay. <laughs> and has a terrible walk up song. I don't even know what it is. It was it was like basic. It was the saddest walk up Yo. song you've ever heard. Oh my god! Speaking of walk up songs. 
Reese Hoskins, I'm sorry, but the... I couldn't take that after, like, the third game. I'm like, fuck, what is that? Is that some, like, exotic <laughs> bird Did call? Did he change it halfway through the season? I thought he changed it. Anyway. I don't know, but that uh, annoying. We can go into walk-up songs another day. But right now we got news. We'll rank walk-up songs. Let's do that when the season starts. We can do that when the season starts and we know who the rosters are going to be. And we know who's walk-up That was good. That was in his walk-up song. That was his... Christmas uh, theme. Well, like whenever you got a hit, they would play over the announcer, Feliz. Feliz? Wait, so it's like. Um, Pedro Feliz. No, I, it's like. Uh, so at work, there's this like. There's this like Ukrainian woman who works there on a couple days and like every time her phone rings he goes like dude do 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 and it'll just say like whoever's calling like in her voice she must have recorded names so just say like it's like do 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 jim <laughs> and that's like the phone it rings so imagine she's just like do 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 Feliz. <laughs> just, that's, it's it's always like it Clarice. takes me aback when I hear like it's Hello, like Clarice. it's like Clarice. yeah it's just like <laughs> do you like my fava beans <laughs> 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 Anywho. <laughs> anyway, um, I mean, both of those guys had their highlights here. Uh, Michael, we obviously expected more out of him. Yeah, um, sad to see him go, but yeah. it's about time. He might be another change of scenery kind of guy, too. I, I mean, like a gossip beer like, type? Just like, yeah, maybe. Maybe not as skilled, um, but. Yeah. As it stands, I, I mean,. This is just what I'm going with here. Um, the Phillies' opening day uh, lineup is not I, as it stands. There could be guys that could get. Uh, I, I'm definitely thinking that they get either Mike Moustakis or uh, Didi Gregorius. So that could obviously change the lineup in one way or another. But as it stands, their opening day roster looks like this. JT Realmuto at catcher, Reese Hoskins at first base, Scott Kingery second base, third base is still kind of a question mark. Possibly Alec Bohm, if they think he's ready. Uh, Gene Segura shortstop, uh, Andrew McCutcheon and Jay Bruce in left field, uh, Adam Hazley in center field, and Bryce Harper in right field. Starting pitching: Aaron Nola, Jake Arrieta, Zach Eflin. Nick Pavetta and either Spencer Howard or Vinny Velo. Vinny Velo made the cut. Yes, he's Velo. more. On, he's a he's a fringe piece. If Spencer Howard doesn't cut it in the Velo. spring training, um, but that's basically what uh, they have to go with right now. Do I think they're going to add pieces? Yes, I do. I think they're going to add at least two more pitchers. Hopefully, oh, God, I hope. So. Um, I don't think they're going to go after a big name guy. I mean it would make sense for them to because they want to win now but at the same time they don't want to just like throw all their chips into one person and have that not pan out so i mean i get why they might want to kind of spread out spread the wealth a little bit but at the same time you know what you're getting out of garrett cole you know what you're getting out of steven strasburg and you know what you're getting out of anthony rendon um it's just whatever moves they make are gonna influence the team speaking of Big moves. Did you hear that? I mean, we're not in. We can still talk about like Phillies news right now, right? Yeah. Um, did you see the rumor about the Phillies? What about it? That they, instead of them waiting to sign the big name starting pitcher, they're apparently the rumor is that they could sign it by New Year's Day. 
I said that earlier in the podcast. Did I, you really say that? Yes, I did. did. I, compl- I was reading the fucking story <laughs> as you said it, and then I was going to tell you. <laughs> Anywho. And you think I don't listen to you. You don't! But <laughs> I do. I have a conversation. It's okay. <laughs> I had a conversation. I had a conversation. Okay. Um, do 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 jelly. <laughs> and then I I took the liberty of making my own personal uh, opening day lineup card. Um, liberty Bell. The, li- the Liberty Bell roster. Um, this is Sounds if they go after Mike Moustakis or D.D. Gregorius. So batting first, I have Andrew McCutcheon in center field or left field. Uh, then at second... In the lineup, I have JT Realmuto because I think he did a very good job in that spot. Not only did he help the leadoff hitter because there was a good bat behind him, but he helped Harper because he was always on base. Um, and I think that that's where JT Realmuto works in this lineup because, I mean, yeah, he could be that fifth guy behind Reese Hoskins, but if they sign Mike Moustakis, I think he fits into that spot a little bit better, especially considering he's a lefty mixing and matching between uh, Harper, Hoskins, and then Mike Moustakis really helps when it comes to like late-inning bullpen uh, decisions. So, uh, And that way you go McCutcheon, who's going to get on base regardless of who's pitching. JT Romuto, right-handed hitter. Reese Ho- or Bryce Harper, left-handed hitter. Uh, Reese Hoskins, right-handed hitter. Mike Moustakis, left-handed hitter. Scott Kingery at sixth spot uh, in whatever position the Phillies deem him necessary of playing that day uh, will be in that sixth spot. Um, I think that's where he fits in in this lineup. Um, The uh, seventh spot, I say, goes to Gene Segura and Didi Gregorius. Or Didi Gregorius, whoever they sign. If they sign Didi or if they keep Segura, uh, I think that's where he goes personally because I don't think he – I think he adds that, like, end of the rotation at batting average kind of guy, you know. Yeah, I, I, that's – yeah, that's fair. Because, I mean, he did well in that second spot, but I think Real Muto adds more of a presence to that second spot right behind McCutcheon, whereas – Segura is like, oh, that guy just gets on, like, he gets hits. That's about it. Like, he doesn't walk as much. He doesn't, like, he's not going to get you the big home run. Real Muto is that walk, hit, or big pop guy, you know? He's going to get the clutch hit, where Segura is going to get those, like, little dink hits. And that's where. <laughs> little dink hits. Well, that's why I think he fits in at the seventh spot, because that's where, why Cesar Hernandez was Because he knows how to dink. Year. He was that per- He can he was, dink. Yeah, he can think. But that's where Cesar Hernandez had the pr- productivity he had this year. Is and because it's he Bryce was in that spot getting those little, little hits that Same. knocked in guys that were already on base. Um, and then at eight, I have Adam Hazley. Um, and you could flip-flop him with uh, the day-off catcher and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I mean... I like Adam Hazley. I think he's going to play center field. I like him too. Uh, I hope they. Uh, I mean, they get. There's always a possibility they move him and add another piece. But and start Kingery in center. But um, I don't know. It it's kind of up in the air. You can only speculate right now, and that's that's just the time of the season right now. Um, it's the time. Not a lot to go with at the moment, but um. 
definitely keeping my eyes on the prize here. And I, I'll be honest, the last couple days I've been just watching, like, Phillies highlights. I was watching a Reese Hoskins. I was watching the uh, Reese Hoskins Grand Slam, the first uh, first game. It was priceless, priceless TV. It was just absolutely amazing. Because not only did, was it, like, just an awesome hit, it was with a crowd of a packed Citizens Bank Park, and it just brought back memories of when they were on that uh, postseason run back in the day. Like, it was just so loud, and it was so, like... I mean, we were there the day after, and it was, like... It was electric. It was because we thought fun. they were going to be good. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> but there, it was an electric atmosphere, and this team has the ability to make it electric. We were winning those games like the, a lot. Like how the Flyers are now. The electric. Because it's I fun think, and exciting. I think with a couple more pieces and... Uh, like consistency, consistency, and a yeah. better coach, which we have all three potentially. Well, we have as one. long as McCutcheon stays healthy. Um, but I know what you mean. Reese Hoskins goes back to being Reese Hoskins, and Bryce Harper with a first full season in Philly, as long uh, along with JT Realmuto. The sky's the limit with this team. I'm not deterred on any of the players that they have on right now. You're not deterred. I'm not deterred from them after this year. I think. <laughs> I think there's a lot of talent on this team, and if they add little pieces here and there, that's what's going to take this team from being really good. Mm-hmm. Or, I mean, I guess if you take their av- their win-loss total average. I mean, it year, can only go up from here. It can. Well, or, or, it can or worse. Or it could go But yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's going to go down. Anyway. Um, or it could just stay the same. I don't know. I, I just, I'm really excited to see what this offseason brings because obviously it's been like a month now. And there hasn't been a lot going on. Other, there's stuff going around the league. Phillies just haven't been participating. I mean, they did a pretty big thing right away. At least so. they're not cheating. I mean, they did a pretty big thing I mean, right away. Yes, they signed a new manager. Yes, yeah, so you know, they got to take stuff, a break, and they're probably gathering and seeing what the best course action is. And, and that's how what they, they that's what they are doing. Coaching was, staff is they, yeah, they, yeah, they had to come up with a new game plan. I've been listening to a lot of what Joe Girardi and Matt Clintech have been saying. It sounds all good coming out, and they seem really focused. You know, the one thing that could help, too, with Clintech right now is that maybe Girardi could almost, like, not basically be like Gabe was his learning lesson and Middleton was kind of just like oh well Klintak already had a manager before that so well uh, but um but like Klintak well Kapler was like his guy yeah and then like he kind of learned like okay that's not a good like all right I learned and then Joe Girardi was just a choice for like oh I can't go wrong with this guy you know yeah no he was like "Eh, he's there so why not but you know it could it could work out and things could work out in the end like and then and then Clintac basically Clintac in this situation gets like a a win a win-win situation basically because like either way I mean, he did the best. He hired the best manager he could possibly hire. But also, Middleton was like, "You're hiring that fucking guy." <laughs> sure. um, no, it's good stuff. And I mean, the supporting staff that they've assembled seems really good. I mean, I like uh, Price, Brian Price, and uh, uh, what's his name? Um, shit, Joe Dillon. <laughs> Such an average name, though. Like, <laughs> never trust a guy with two first names. Yeah, but um, he was apparently. I did a little bit of reading on him. He was instrumental in a lot of what the Nationals did, why their young hitters succeeded there, um, and have been producing. So, hopefully, he brings some of that here. Helps out some of our guys. 
I, I just think the the supporting staff is <laughs> so much better than what it was the last couple of years, and it's really gonna. I think it's gonna pay dividends when you see these players take steps forward instead of steps backwards. <clears throat> now. That's about all the uh, Phillies news I have. Well, a little I'm slow, a little slow, but it is a little slow. But obviously, uh, baseball off it's gonna it's gonna it's a long time. It's, it's long, gonna it's gonna pick time. up too because doesn't uh, free agency start? It's already started. God, it's so we weird. have some signs it's, that I'm gonna it's talk. It's so about. weird though. We like, have some signs. I mean, it basically starts the week after. I know, but it's so weird because like NBA, NHL. NFL yeah. free agency is like this goddamn event. And well, then, there's more players in baseball. Than that would probably make the most sense. <laughs> um, so you just gotta have an open open season for it. That's pretty cool, though. Also, because yeah, like I do like how it's not necessarily like. I mean, there's minor league teams too, so like you gotta factor in all those players. Yeah. As well. Which, speaking of minor league teams, we're gonna go into a little bit of uh, some tea. From uh, what's the tea? So basically. That's green tea. I, I, I'd hate to start off the around the diamond news on a sour foot, but uh, the Major League Baseball Commissioner Rob Manfred has made a case for getting rid of forty-two minor league baseball teams around America. Now, this is only to cut costs, and he cited so-called, and I'm quoting from. Uh, I guess this is uh, CBS, uh, and I quote: "So-called inadequate facilities, uh, un untenable travel due to franchise relocation, uh, poor play for minor league, poor pay for minor leaguers, uh, drafting and signing players who don't have a realistic opportunity to make it to the majors." Now, what club? What like single A teams? What do you mean? Just minor league teams around. Baseball. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not sure exactly which ones, except for a couple. I know that the Phillies minor league affiliate, the Williamsport Crosscutters, are up for the axe, which is sad because Williamsport is already a very poor town in Phil in Pennsylvania, and a lot of the revenue comes from baseball because it's Williamsport, the place where little league teams go to play the little league World Series. And get to go watch these major, these potential major league players develop and become players themselves. It's basically the cradle of baseball, and they're taking away a minor league affiliate in that town. Not only does I mean it makes sense to a owner because it's another expense they don't want to cover, but when you look at it, it's going to be thousands of people losing their jobs. Not only that, the players themselves that just get told, you're not good enough. You don't have the chance to uh, prove yourself here. So obviously, I mean, it, it, make, it makes sense for the owners because they want to cut some costs. But Major League Baseball is the only uh, sports conglomerate that has actually been making money or gaining following and gaining money because of this. There's, you can go to a minor league game wherever around America, and that's what makes it so much fun because those games are cheap, able to go to, 
you can bring your family, and you don't have to waste going down to watch the Philadelphia Phillies pay. You, you have to pay 20 bucks to park. You have to pay at least 20 bucks a ticket. You can go to one of these minor league games for 8 bucks. I mean, if you want to expand the sport, you want to keep these teams because then that gets the little kids involved. Have you ever been to a minor league game? Oh, yeah. Aren't they a lot more fun for little kids than... <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I think so. They have like little events and stuff. I've been yeah. to, like Blue Rocks and River Sharks because it's made for to help to to make kids want to play baseball because they get used to this at, fun atmosphere, and it's just good branding for baseball because not only are all these players that you're watching trying to make it, they're they're learning just like the kids are learning, you know. Yeah, I like going to little league game or not below, uh, you know, minor league games. It's fun. I mean, not everybody has a major league baseball team that they can go to, but most people have a minor league team you can go to because they're really close. Like we can go to the Trenton Thunder. They're oh, like twenty minutes away. One. You know. So you said the bridge cutters. I've never even heard of them. Cross cutters. Cross cutters. That's the Phillies affiliate. It's their uh, single A. Um, I forget which. I think it's a short season. I'm not sure. But it's a Philadelphia I didn't know there was more affiliate. teams than single uh, Bryson double. Stott and uh, Kendall Simmons were on that team earlier this year. Yeah. Two uh, prolific players that the Phillies are ex- expecting to make some big moves early. Or so coming up. Sounds like they're just kind of trimming the fat a little bit. Yeah, for unnecessary reasons. They're just trying to make it so that they don't... Rob Manfred, since he has been in... Uh, been the commissioner has basically been the uh, owner's kind of bitch for lack of a lack of word he's not helping well, I mean he's trying to defer any uh, discussion about the MLBPA uh, really not helping them with wages and all that kind of stuff I mean the whole Dallas Keuchel and Craig Kimbrell being unable to be signed until um, basically almost midway through the season last year is unacceptable because both of those guys were quality pitchers at one mm-hmm. point in time. And Dallas Keuchel went to the Braves, and he helped out there, right? He could have, yeah. He could have been there for a whole – he could have been on a team for a whole season making making a difference. <clears throat> Phillies. But – like they didn't get signed because no one. But you know to pay who the we got price. instead? The Vargas. No one. The no Vargas. The Vargas. Anyway, <laughs> it's stuff like that that just adds up. And Rob Manfred, like the whole baseball being juiced this year kind of thing. Rob Manfred didn't know anything about it. But baseball's always base- been juiced. Though. But baseball just recently bought the facility that makes all the baseball. So I don't know. It's well, it's. It's not great. And is there a GM in any fucking sports league that is actually truly liked? Well, it's not necessarily that it's a GM. This is I'm talking about owners. Now. I mean, I mean not like the guy who the commi- this is the commissioner you're talking about, right? Well, this is the co- yeah, the commissioner. <laughs> I mean, a commissioner. Is there a commissioner who is actually truly liked in any of the four major sports? Well, it'd be different if he wasn't just sucking the cock of each of the major league owners. You suck those cocks. And I'm saying cocks because they're all dudes. Don't assume. They are all dudes. No. They're all old crotchety dudes. Are they hot? 
Mother Fox. Fox. Uh, <laughs> John Middleton. I, that's who I was thinking of immediately John. when I fucking Adam Silver. He's such John. A, he looks like such a turtle. John, John Middleton is a billionaire because of his cigar industry. Like, like that's the kind of people we're dealing with here. I know. John Middleton is just a guy who can throw money away uh, to do something. that he, It's basically like a hobby for him. Yeah, I mean... Obviously, I think he definitely Imagine wants to win, and he wants to... Everyone wants to win. It's a pride thing. When you have that much money, what is the best best yeah. thing you can do is that you can win. You get it for your it's ego. Just, it, it ruins... The stuff like this ruins a sport. No, I, I agree with you. And I think that getting rid of a lot of these teams, which is 42 teams across America, not only are you taking away jobs from people, you're taking away the dream of baseball from little kids and people that want to grow up to be baseball players. That hurts the that hurts the industry. Am I wrong? I mean <laughs> I I guess, but it, it depends on I have to see the business plan. If they're just doing I mean, it for more money for the owners then that's a problem. But if they're doing it because they need to do it They don't. Baseball is like I said, baseball is one of the only I don't know I mean I don't know, bro. I, I, that have been Gaining interest and gaining stuff over the past couple of years. I think it's been going down. Actually, I think baseball has been going down a little bit. You think that, but it hasn't. <laughs> are you saying this I'm, as a fan? Or are you saying this? I looked at the number. I, I can't. I don't have the numbers in front of me, but they have. <laughs> sure, actually. you do. It might just be a narrative that I've heard a million. No, times. and it, no, it's because out of all the like, because baseball is the only sport that hasn't really. Like, out of all the other sports, they've kind of done significant changes to the game to, in terms of, like, you know, certain rules or certain ways that they've kind of made it more accessible where baseball is kind of in its own way, which is the beauty of it because baseball is always going to be the same thing all the time. Like, it's – they're yeah, not – Don't like change they're, it. They're never going to lower the innings. They're never going to lower the Hold game on. count, and they're never going to add, like, a time they, – they did add a time clock in there, didn't they? Just to kind of hurry up the pitchers a little bit, but that's yeah. – not, that's not really yeah. changing. And honestly, I don't think baseball's I don't think baseball's that long. For someone who jokes about it and likes, and obviously I like hockey because it's like there's time and it, and you know when it's going to end pretty much. I don't think baseball's that fucking long. Like it's it's not. It's a three. The last game, two usually. minutes of a, the last sometimes it yeah, goes a little bit longer, which is a normal for a sporting event. But the yeah. but but like a fucking last two minutes of a basketball game are sometimes longer than a yeah whole, I can't take yeah, that That's yeah it's like because you got fucking dingleberries hitting well, time yeah they calling time out time out yeah every time someone fouling and every time yeah like it's like I agree I, and I love basketball no I, I know and like I enjoy basketball too and I'm just saying like the last two minutes of that or even like with football sometimes the last two minutes of a football game take fucking forever too so but the thing is about that and this is where I actually buy into this. The phones, the f- people are constantly um, entertained nowadays. Yeah. And if it's a boring, a long game, you know, p- just especially no, younger people. It's not even that long. Football games run exactly the same. No, I yeah, know. But there's but football has con- action. I know, yeah, there's con- contact. There's and constant action. There's violence. It's sl- it's but there's a, not. There's, I'm, Jim, I'm, I'm a pace. fan of baseball. It's, it there, slower, it's slower pace. pace. And I, I watch it. You know, it's not like I'm like, the, I'm right. not saying this, but people... Younger people, I'm not. I don't mean to group everybody together, but people who are constantly entertained by their phone, their laptop, their console, attention whatever, spans their don't. attention spans are smaller. Yeah. Which I think the future of the game is probably going to be going down, which is fine. I, I'm fine with that. Whatever. You know, if baseball comes a little bit more of a niche thing, I have no problem with that. I'm still going to enjoy it the same. But 
if it's if it was huge and it's going to be smaller, they're going to have to cut costs and you know stuff like this is going to happen. It sucks. I'm not saying it's great and I'm not saying I believe this narrative either because this is just what I've heard. I don't have no stats to back this up, but if that's the case, then it sucks, but it's what's going to have to happen. The only other thing I'll say is that like I'll take it cuz obviously from a like cuz I have movie background a little bit. I'll take it like this. So, do you guys know what like art house movies are do you know yeah. how, like how they're kind of mm-hmm. like this slow like the you could say like the witch is yeah, kind of like, like lower it's a budget movie. lower budget like slower like weirder like things that are like out Take of the norm risks, less so, mainstream. so like n- mainstream crowds usually don't like it because it's like not like accessible per se whereas like a marvel movie is like yeah everybody yeah. and their mother sees it. yeah so like because it's kind of like marvel yeah, it's faster. It's more like a lot of shit's going on. It's basically like junk food. Like, you're, but it in good junk food. You're kind of like you're enjoying it. Whereas like, baseball is the art house kind of. Whereas like football and basketball are like the Marvel because like it's becoming that way. I yeah, think. no, and it's kind of like, and I I'm not saying there's a bad. Th- I'm not saying there's a bad thing. There's a good thing. I give you shit all the time. I appreciate baseball for what it is. It's slower. It's entertaining. You know, you got the smell of popcorn and and fucking hot dog at the ballpark. Like, there's it's nothing's ever going to be better than that. And I love hockey. You're damn fucking. I love right. fucking. I love people. I love you. people with one tooth and say a every fucking three set words, running into each other at full speeds and bleeding all over the place. But. I mean, like, baseball's just got a peaceful calmness to it. Like, it's just exciting to go see and, like, it just always be... always will have a special place. Yeah, like, it's Not always Not only gonna... that, it's the beat of the American heart. I agree. I'm totally with you, man. Yeah. It's right up there with apple pie Base- and... Uh, baseball pussy. is the only sport... Ford baseball and pussy. The... <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. And pissy? <laughs> I'm trying to be serious here. You're throwing pussy in my face. Baseball is the yeah, like cats. team like sport. Cats. Oh, yeah. You wake up and you go to work the next day. You have to work with people you may not like, but you work as a team to reach a common goal. So that's sports. It may not be the most exciting thing all the time, but there's days where it could be really great. You might hit a rough spot. But at the end of the day, you have the same exact amount of shots as the other team. Yep. That's actually it's perfect, true. It's, it's a perfect that, sport. That's actually, that's actually. I will admit, that's beautiful. You, I've never actually looked at it like that. Love it. Love ba- it. In terms of evenness, baseball is probably always like the most even out of the sports because, like, yeah, like everyone has the same amount in like hockey, but like realistically, like yeah, thirty-seven outs. Yeah, got to make them count. Inspiring. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Don't call me a poet. But also other every other sport kind of. Now that I'm starting to think that. about that, I think there's holes in this theory. Thirty-seven. What do you mean? Twenty-seven. Twenty-seven ounces. You said thirty-seven ounces. Did I say thirty-seven? That might have been the alcohol talking. <laughs> I'll take thirty-seven <laughs> ounces too. I'll play a whole nother game. All right. So now there's Actually, nineteen innings. innings in baseball, <laughs> and now you've two. just made it ten times longer. And everyone who's like nine innings is too long is now just like it's not long enough, damn it. <laughs> Let's make the game a whole day. <laughs> Like cricket. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking cricket. Anyway. I'm going to become an advocate of cricket. <laughs> We're going to become a cricket podcast. Anyway, moving talking. on to more news. Um, kind of kind of staying on a Phillies kind of track here tonight. Um, so... Phillies rival Homer, you fucking Homer. No. Phillies rival Braves have been very active in this uh, off season. Um, they have signed three players. 
Uh, Travis Darno, uh, formerly with the. Fill my time real quick. Um, huge win by the Sixers against the Miami Heat made Jimmy Butt look like a little bitch. Then a terrible loss. <laughs> then a terrible <laughs> loss by to the Toronto Raptors. And Beat has zero points. Can you believe that bullshit? Did you watch that? No, the Flyers were on here probably watching that. Right? I was keeping it. I, I, I usually, if I'm not watching the Sixers, I'll still like pay attention to what's going on. And I heard it was a shit show. Flip back and forth, yeah. yeah. He was on the uh, Los Angeles Dodgers this year as well as New York Mets. He was originally drafted he was by on the, the New York Phillies. Mets. The New York. <laughs> yeah. Originally drafted by the Philadelphia Phillies. Philly, uh, the uh, Braves have signed Travis Darno as their catcher. I don't know if he's going to be their full-time catcher, but definitely a catcher <laughs> indeed. Um, what the fuck is that? <laughs> Who is that? It's Arnold. Arnold. <laughs> oh, shit. It's Arnold. <laughs> no. I just, that was Tyler Bergman for a second. <laughs> I will be back. Um, Jesus. Anyway, uh, Braves have made a signing of Will Smith as well. Oh, uh, yeah, uh, relief pitcher. Relief pitcher from the, uh, what's their team? <laughs> hmm? The uh, San Francisco Giants, as well as. Well, he's going to be getting jiggy with it with the Braves in the summertime when baseball comes back. If only he was playing for Seattle, then he could be in a wild Chris wild Martin. West. Chris Martin. The singer so, of Coldplay? Yeah, so the singer of Coldplay <laughs> and Will Smith are now on, <laughs> now on the uh, the uh, Atlanta Braves. Um, or was it two just bullpen pieces? Gemini Man. Two bullpen pieces. There's actually another Will Smith in the league. And he's Gem- a Isn't there a Will Gemini Smith in the Man? NFL, too? <laughs> There might be. There's a catcher on the uh, Dodgers, and there was this, like, fan uh, fever theory that um, Will Smith would sign with the Dodgers and ultimately throw to Will Smith, the catcher, while Will Smith, the actor, was in the stands. (laughs) So, obviously, it would have been a lot of Will Smiths going on, but... Uh, that did not come to fruition because the Braves are the Braves and decided to be the most active uh, team so far this offseason, albeit with smaller moves than uh, anticipated. However, uh, moves that they needed to make. Um, are these going to be, like, game-changing? Potentially to their bullpen, yes, but... Um, I don't think it's going to change much with the actual team. I don't think they have much more money to go out and get other players to be a part of that team. But uh, good for the Braves for striking early because those are two um, two solid relievers and a catcher that can hold down the fort a little bit. Astros! Still in hot water for cheating. Um, there's talks about uh, repercussions. They're obviously not going to take away the uh, 2017 World Series away from them, but they are talking <laughs> potential suspensions as well as uh, as well as um, monetary loss and loss of draft picks. Potentially three draft picks. So they lost the World Series. Three so they lost the World Series, and then they're basically like. 
fucked for the future. Well, they fucked themselves. Well, they I know, I know, I know, but they really just they was so. Let's just say they won the World Series, but they were caught doing this. Would they have? Would it have been revoked, or would no? I mean, the sign stealing is part of the game. People do it. Okay. Like, but however, you have to the stop. way they did it wasn't great. Oh, okay. So there could be some repercussions for it, and I think there will be. Is sign stealing like kind of one of those things? You could do it. You could do it from being on base. No, I know, but isn't sign stealing kind of like? Is there like a unwritten rule It'd be in like baseball that like playbook or something like that? Is it like an unwritten rule like you really shouldn't do it? I but mean, the unwritten the written the unwritten rule is uh, you you don't like just don't get caught. <laughs> it's like uh, going out there with pine tar on your forearm and you're using that to manipulate the ball when you pitch. So it. it's basically like you have to suck or steal. It's basically like playbook, though, so the Astros the are basically just the, uh, yeah the Super Bowl the Super Bowl. So basically, they're idiots losing just for getting because caught. you're gonna run the ball yeah. and then. Um, they're idiots for getting up, giving up a twenty-eight-three lead and stuff like that. But I mean, Bill Belichick, but whatever. Oh. <laughs> Still a little shocked there, but we beat him. We beat him. Congratulations to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I mean, there's any way you can give your team a competitive edge. That's yeah. just how you do it. But. You just don't want to make it obvious. Like no, people I, have been I using understand. pine tar in the games because it's cold and the well, ball doesn't. It's have the it's the same shit that uh, every time on Twitter you see a video of like this guy was using pine tar and then everyone's just like, but everyone uses fucking pine tar. So what's it's the, why do you different when they're using it because they just can't pitch? Like this year, there were a lot of complaints that the balls were really slick and especially in cold weather, the pitchers couldn't get a good grip on the ball. And when that happens, you start leaving meatballs all over the plate. Um, and that's not necessarily fair to the pitchers because that's like a change that they made and they, they were used to the balls that they were using and it was influencing their – it was influencing the way that they play. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was a game where the Mets and the Phillies were playing and uh, Matt – not um, – oh, God, what's his name? Thor for the Mets. Um, Syndergaard. Syndergaard. Noah Syndergaard. Um, Thor? Noah Syndergaard and Aaron Nola were both using a little bit of pine tar to help them kind of get through the game because it was cold and rainy and the baseballs were really slick because they were shitty this year. Um, But once the weather heated up, they were able to go back to not using it and performing a lot better than they had been. Um, Is that the right way to go about it? Not really, but at the same time, it's affecting your livelihood. So you, you're going to make a little bit of it. And the players hitting aren't really going to complain either because a guy that's wild on the mound has a potential for hurt, hitting him and hurting him. So they're going to be like, thank you for using it because you don't want to get clocked by Noah Syndergaard who throws 100 miles an hour square in the forehead. So <laughs> Pretty funny. <laughs> it wouldn't be great, but what are you laughing at, Joe? <laughs> Great. Um, but um, it's little things like that that are okay because you don't want to get hit in the head by a baseball going really fast like that. Now it's when you're using it and you don't need it and it's... You're using it as an advantage. you got as a wicked-ass break You're using your it as an advantage like, as opposed to you actually like maneuvering around the elemental aspects of the game. Yeah. Okay, like, that makes sense. 
stealing signs. You could get that just basically watching what the coaches are doing and then seeing a guy steal base. It's common, common right. I did it when I played. I tried to figure out coaches' cues for sign stealing and all that good stuff. But uh, the Astros went about it in a way that really isn't like they apparently had cameras out in center field oh, that's, and then, yeah, that's, then they had yeah. a guy in the dugout basically just banging on it saying telling the hitters to lay off a fastball or hit this so, or lay off a curveball or like wait so swing at this so pitch. cameras yes but like what i was gonna say was like if you can do it through your own personal doing like, it in a game ability, so doing it, go for it doing it in a game as opposed to like on the fly type deal where like that's kind of okay in a in a sense is what you're saying but like the moment that you start like recording signs in order to figure out like okay this coach seems to use this type of thing consistently so now i know for like next game how to, all right okay I was wondering, like, how... However, they- there's always the pot- possibility to be able to change the sign because catchers will go out to the pitcher and be like, hey, he's picking up that the fastball is the, is the two. Let's change it to three or whatever and then catch him off guard. It's a mind uh, game. Yeah, the Astros were recording it, and the second that they figured out what the fastball was and the curveball or the changeup off speed was... They would start banging on a uh, trash can and letting them know. And they had a guy in the dugout, or halfway into the dugout, on a computer screen that was watching it from the outfield and saying, hey, it's going to be a, str- a uh, fastball. Hey, it's going to be a ball. So they were literally the cheating. That's they okay. were oh. Like, they were able to say, like, hey, don't swing at this pitch. And people were really upset about it because it affected their livelihood. Like, the pitchers that were getting torn up by these guys – like some of them have lost jobs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's not. All right, yeah, no, that's fucked up. I didn't know the whole story. Like I, I knew some of it, but I didn't know that it went to this extent. Yeah, no, that's that. There's no, there's no. That's full, flat out cheating. Am I against stealing signs through your own power? No, but when it's, no, if you're visually you're, watching, you're like basically the, mass yeah. producing. A way there to, should be a rule. If yeah. not. you're basically I mean, cur- you're basically you're basically you're basically. Maneuvering the game to figure out a way for your team to win. You're not always going to win, but you're basically giving your team the best chance to win by fucking the other team over if, like, yeah, so okay. Now, the problem is that Rob Manfred, guy of the hour, has basically said, yep, it's just the Astros. (laughs) We don't have any recollection of any other team where they're not doing an investigation throughout the entire league. They're just leaving it at the Astros and saying that. So now other teams just the Astros. So now other teams will get away with it. He explicitly said in an interview, it's just the Astros. We're not looking into anything else. So it's like, do they know about it? (laughs) It's not great. Not cool. Um So that's that. In other news, Yasmani Grandal for or was on the Brewers. Uh Grandall is a, was a catcher for the Brewers this year. However, he has just signed a four-year, seventy-four million dollar uh, contract with the uh, Chicago White Sox. This is important because that th- that comes to look at the JT Verlamuto contract coming up because he is also a catcher and three years younger than Yasmani Grandal and. 
potentially the best catcher in baseball. So what does that mean for the Phillies signing him to a long-term extension? So that basically says he's worth more than four years and $74 million. So just to put that into perspective, that's potentially what we could be signing JT Romuto for, if not more. So, Phillies, get your shit together. Keep an eye out on that shit. And uh, Hall of Fame voting is still taking place. No news yet, but Derek Jeter, probably a lock. Not a 100% vote, but definitely going in. Definitely going in. I think that he's definitely deserving of the Hall of Fame. Do I think he's the best player in the Hall of Fame? No, I do not. Never said that. Never said that. And, uh, yeah, this week I've just been watching uh, Philly's highlights. Getting missing the season. I, I did that I really all off season. season. I did that all off season <laughs> with the Flyers. I would just watch like all the good, all the plays that like. Like, you like, start with last season and then you start working your way back to like the fucking like. Oh, oh, 08 World Series, you're just like, fuck. Well, for a good portion of time, I had football to lie back on, and now my team sucks, so <laughs> I'm just kind of yeah. like, Man's I'm out. paying attention to fantasy and then uh, getting the fuck out of there. I'm like, Jim, the union start February 28th. This is the year, Jim. But we lost the soul, Joey. What do you mean? The soul are no longer in. What? No longer We lost the soul? Eric, go into detail. <laughs> oh. But they're good. Why we lose this? Okay, no. So <laughs> why? So I give a fuck. But so <laughs> the AFL folded because they weren't making enough money because no one was going to support the most winningest fuck. team in Philly. We should went to a soul game. I know. We should have <laughs> went. Damn it. We should have bought. Great. We should have bought. Yeah. Was fucking awesome. We should have bought season tickets. But uh, <laughs> I could have for for like two dollars. <laughs> the announcer was fucking. But great. yeah. So now we lost the soul. So now we're fucked. <laughs> And we don't even have an XFL team to root for. Yeah, we don't have an XFL team. We this sucks. Our lingerie football league team is gone, non-existent. Damn it. We're off. This is horse shit. But at least we have Bryce Harper 2019 highlights. That's true. And they're pretty good. We were there for his first home run. I'm just saying. No, yeah, I'll never we have saw. to go to I'm not going to another Philly. Not his game first home run ever, but like his home run as a Philly. That was fucking amazing. That place was electric. I almost missed it too. I was getting a hot dog. I know. I saw it. <laughs> oh, I saw it. I was eye level with that fucking thing. It was great. I missed it. It was hot. You dog missed it. Good. I had to go get a water with Ramina. Remember? You missed it. Yes, yeah, she wanted to get a I water. I realize you missed it. I missed it, dude. I we were walking up Nicole, the steps. I almost dropped my hot dog trying to watch Bryce Harper. Dude, bat. that's nine dollars. <laughs> it would have been worth it. <laughs> I don't know. About I would have paid nine dollars for a Bryce Harper first home run in Philly. Yeah, but the heartbreak of the hot dog. Drink. Yeah, what about the hot dog here? The hot I would have just bought another one. I wouldn't care. That's $18 for a hot dog. <laughs> what, are you made of money over here? <laughs> Jesus. I don't care if Bryce Harper just didn't run. Shit. Man, I should have. Bryce fu- Harper's a I should have really. I should have called we Jim. We got Harper. I should have called Jim right when they fucking hit the home run and be like, Jim, give me like three hot dogs. He's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll do it. I was so fucking happy. I got back up to the seat and saw you guys. I was like, hey, you know. No, I literally turned to you. I was like, Jim, did you miss it? You were like, no. It was amazing. <laughs> it was awesome. We saw then, JT Romero's first Romero one, too. Yeah. one, too. It was great. Yeah. Um, oh, uh, it was beautiful. That was great. Opening day? Maybe. We saw that go to a hockey game. Hey, we're going to, we're going to a Flyers game. <laughs> the other oh, speaking of which, I am going to Phyllis game already. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, I bought tickets to the uh, an, the Phillies annual uh, 
basically alcohol festival <laughs> they have in September. Um, it's a, a beer and wine festival they have there. And uh, they had pre-sale tickets this week. Um, it was it was like a $75 value for 35 bucks. So you get admission to the festival and like 300, 300 different types of beer and alcohol. And it's for like six hours you get to be there. And on top of that, you get to hang it, like potentially hang out with former Phillies and shit like that, as well as, like, walk around the awesome. field and shit, drunk, oh, as, really drunk cool. off your ass. You get to that do a, awesome. you get to do a, uh, one of those pitching simulators, or, not, where you are, you're the batter or whatever, it's like a VR kind of thing. What? <laughs> where the fuck's like, my invite? You can, there, you can sign, you can get tickets online, but, um, it also comes with a, uh, with two tickets to a game, so. Do you get to choose the game, or? Yeah, just... I think you can choose the game. Oh shit! How much did that run you? It was well for two people. It was seventy five bucks. That's a fucking it great was $35. deal. Thirty five dollars. You go to the f- beer and wine festival. On top of that, you go to a Phillies Dude, you game. Buy like two beers there. It's thirty five dollars. Well, it's not even buying. You get them. You get like no. I know that's what I'm saying. For free. Do you get? Shit. Does it get loaded? Get, oh shit! So you, get, you get your own uh, Phillies like testing glass and shit like I thought that. You say you get your own Phillies testicles. <laughs> Phillies testicles. Custom testicles. I'm like really pumped for it. Nicole and I are going. It's September 12th, I think. Are we going to a Flyers game soon, though? Speaking of the devil, we're going to find a I'm game to go to, right? All right. After the new year, I promise you. All right, my little... I, I think my I think my mom's buying my little brother and me the tickets that we can go to a game together. So I'm going to go to like four fucking games in the course of like Three months. Yeah. I'm After living. the new year, we'll go. All I right, promise we, you that. We should go to a cat. We should. They have a Capitals this game. Is, this isn't just a regular promise. This is a podcast promise. Yeah, and then we'll have a nice post episode. We'll, we'll, you know, we'll do an episode after the game. Sounds good. We'll me. do. All right. Anyway, how's how's that? Uh, is that it for you? Oh, uh, but if you want to come meet me, I'll be at the Phillies Beer and Wine Festival <laughs> September twelfth. Jesus Christ, Do dude! I, that's a whole year. That's, I know, right? that's, that's like I'm. I'm giving people some room. I'm gonna announce this dead. every week. All right. He's a busy man. He's got a lot of stuff going on before this. I might be dead. Knock on wood. <laughs> Hope what? you die. Might be dead. What the hell? Um, I don't know. Eric said I might be dead. I don't, I don't know if that's a threat or. Don't, if Matt said it, then there'd be a problem. I know. Right? Remember that. Get your own fucking toilet paper. Never getting married. That's what. Are you? Oh shit! <laughs> our friend Matt once said, or once killed our uh, a teacher at our school by by basically jinxing his life, and then and then also the next year he died, and then uh, he also told me that he hopes my wife dies before me. So that could be at the end of my life, or well, I don't care. But uh, yeah, so he's one for one on those. Um. But all right, we're uh, we're at an hour and fifty seven minutes right now. So, good. do you are do you have more to go on, or do you want to wrap it up? Nope, I'm good. All right, there's actually something I want to talk about before we end the episode because it's actually a serious topic, and I just saw something to remind you of it. Um, so puberty happens you, to everyone. I'm still waiting. But do you remember when um? On Sunday, when we were watching the Eagles game, and I said Brandon Brooks left the game because of illness. Yeah. Did you see what why he left? No, why? So apparently Brandon Brooks left because why? Because he had an anxiety attack in the middle of the game, oh. and everyone was saying that he was a huge pussy for leaving the game during that, and it's just something that I want to say. Because it's something that kind of annoyed me that people 
we're a little bit insensitive to the fact that, like, just because this guy's 300 pounds and he's a big monster doesn't mean that he doesn't have the same issues that, you know, everyday people have. And the problem with, like, if he had, like, you know, a torn Achilles like he did recently or, like, he twists his ankle, no one would have been calling him a pussy because the thing about having a physical ailment as opposed to your something maybe someone can't see is that that's the scariest thing and like i've talked a little bit about how like i struggle too it's it's just i don't know it's just it kind of bothered me to see like brandon brooks has done a lot for this city in terms of one we want a world we, we want a world series <laughs> we want we want a world series of brandon brooks. 11 years ago uh we, we want we want we want a super bowl with brandon brooks and he's given a lot he's probably the best Guard, <laughs> in this, I forgot what position he played, but he's probably the best guard in the NFL. And like, just it's it's it, a lot of people are giving him support, and he's been talking about, you know, um, he's been talking a lot about like you know, this is what athletes deal with, and it's just shit like that. So I don't know. Yeah, I mean, mental health should be just as important as physical health. A lot of like Carter Hart sees a sports psychiatrist psychiatrist like psychologist no psychologist he sees he sees one and that actually that's the reason why he's so mature in terms of his calmness and being able to deal with all this shit is because he figures out he's already he's working on ways to be able to cope with it because a lot of like people are just like you know don't be a don't be a pussy tough it up and shit but like yes to an extent you can do that but also sometimes like it's okay to be able to be like dude i like i need some help like i'm struggling and then like no i get i, I yeah. get it especially considering he plays football one of the most like yeah and like sports you, you and you're to and go back you're out get, there and you're getting hit in your brain suck it up, you're, man. you're getting hit in your fucking brain all the time like that's also but something that people don't. if you could have as much physical health as you want but if your mental health is in the shitter. Hey, I was dealing with it for a little bit. I've, I can really. I was dealing with it. I worked on it for this past year. It took took me over a, a little bit of over a year to be able to finally get to a point where I'm just like, I'm doing all right. So it's it's a tough battle. And yeah, this guy's. Yeah. It actually makes me look like. It actually makes me feel better as someone who's like not a 300 pound muscular football guard, and seeing him struggling with it too, and being yeah, he's someone who. So it's like relatable in a way. Oh, yeah. I, Not that I, I wish it on anyone, but it's just nice to see someone like that talk about it. So I was just wanted to talk about that and say, like, oh, yeah. I mean, if any I, of our listeners have any problems or anything, you can always DM us, and we're always here to help. Yep. We'd also just appreciate the conversation and know that you're actually listening. We're not using your mental health as a point to get you to talk about. <laughs> well, I just become a self-help podcast. Are you doing okay? But yeah, in all seriousness, it's just that's a serious topic, and I'm glad Brandon Brooks. You know, I wish him. I hope he gets to a point where, you know, he's good to go, and I'm glad that he was able. He's able to just discuss this with people, and it's nice to see someone, especially someone prominent in Philly, talking about this and. Yeah. Actually, NBC Sports Philadelphia has been uh, doing this thing with the Flyers. It's been like called Headstrong. It's about like athletes, and like Drew was just on it, and it was just talking them talking about like you know the type of stuff they deal with with like being in the city, being pro athletes, and like how their mental health. You know, well, I mean, like they're constantly under scrutiny. They're constantly yeah. being like, and I get it. They make millions of dollars, but pro athletes yeah. really just have no substance. It's just people being assholes, like. Uh, uh, 
Reese Hoskins' wife just tweeted out uh, today that she's really, I, I think it was probably in response to Brandon Brooks, um, that she's, um, like, she's fed up with people being constantly under barrage just for... Uh, Talking about their feelings? Well, not even just that. Like, people, like, sharing comments or, or pro athletes sharing comments that they get on Twitter or Facebook that people send them. Just I get like Aguilar, I get Aguilar's a pain in the ass for being an athlete, but like seeing some of the shit that he's dealt, like people have written on Instagram, like hey, people also need to think. Sports are kind of non-consequential to everyday life. So like telling these people like go kill yourself because you missed a fucking football catch is like kind of ridiculous. Yeah. I don't know. Sorry to end on a dour note, but uh, I mean, I want to. It, it goes back to don't don't be an asshole. Yeah, you don't know what people are going through. Yeah, just and be, treat everybody actually, like uh, a human uh, being. And so be one right. of the Ottawa Senators, Bobby Ryan, who's actually one of my sister's friends' cousins, which oddly enough, he but he uh, he just joined the uh, and I didn't even know the NHL offered this, but it's the player help something or some type of it's for people suffering from substance abuse or struggling so apparently he's been struggling so he uh took he basically like take a leave off work and you go into a program for uh like i guess for players who are struggling because apparently i think he's getting paid like eight million dollars and he's just been on the rapid decline so it's Mm -hmm. it's like one of those things where people realize too like if you have an expectation you're making like nine million a year and then um you're not you're not statistically giving back and then imagine all the scrutiny you're dealing with every day and then everyone in the city is like well you're making nine million dollars you need to be doing yeah you need need to be doing better no actually a lot of people have been luckily with bobby ryan uh the senator they've been like they've actually been in support and saying like hope you get well buddy because it's like a lot of these guys too it's the guys who are the nicest guys in the league too are the ones who end up coming out as the ones who struggle the most which is how it's not saying that like you know doesn't it doesn't dictate whether you're a piece of shit or not it attacks everyone but yeah just as and i wanted to speak up because as someone who deals with it constantly it's nice to you know nice to bring light to it someone in the mental health field i always love to uh jim actually told me to kill myself last i'm just kidding yeah that's my solution to everything (laughs) fucking off yourself (laughs) wow as 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 toenail clippings are piling up in your bedroom. Fucking jump off of it. As as Jim's saying, as Jim's saying, you know, it's it's nice to as Jim's talking all this positive light. He told uh, Sean Rodriguez that he hopes he dies in a car accident. Did I? This that actually might he be true. He said he wanted to push a mental patient down the stairs. We don't know. Oh, we, we don't. We, we, we don't. <laughs> we don't. We, you know, we don't want to bring. We, we don't need that. We, we'll cut that off right there. But uh, fuck. Uh, well, every damn week I have to cut some shit off that I. Well, see. I don't want them to think Jim is this murderous, mental health killing psychopath that just I work pushes in the mental health field, but I'm also push, an asshole. Yeah, people, that pushes people in wheelchairs down steps. I don't want Jim to remember the one. Everyone's an asshole. Jim already doesn't. Jim already won't date paraplegics or not paraplegics. He won't date people without limbs. He I'm found already the in his the, life. I'm already in a, If she lost her legs, I would still love her. That's beautiful. If you met her without legs. I don't know. <laughs> I'm saying that about anybody, though. Like, we got if you just meet someone, you don't just like fall in love with them. <laughs> That's never. true, unless you're Rose from Star Wars: Last Jedi. Yeah. 
Shut up! <laughs> you gotta save the ones you love. Okay. I hate that line too. Don't worry. Like, I hate that fucking line. Just hate people and fall in love with them. Goddamn. Yes, you do. I mean, knowing the fall, yes, one hundred percent. Love at first sight. Um. All right. I would, I would we, we gotta. Shit we gotta cut. We gotta cut this bullshit off because you're gonna offend our. Our three people that happen to all not yeah, have Jim, legs you're going to offend them, just like I did when I said someone had thick thighs and you had to cut that out or whatever. No, I kept that in the wire. Okay. You said you were cutting that shit? No, wait, what was it? I tell you I cut shit out all the time and I don't this do it. This is a lot of bullshit and we need to wrap up. <laughs> all right. Um, <laughs> at our best. <laughs> all right, so, the right you know, I was drunk half an hour ago and I'm still, I'm not, I'm spilling better I'm so, shit. But <laughs> I was spilling better shit then all right. than what we're doing. All right, the show. Flyers play tomorrow night in Columbus and then they play Friday at home against Detroit. Let's come out with four points here. Let's keep the point streak going. This time, get some regulation wins. Knowing me, they'll probably go to a fucking shootout shoot on Friday. Out. They're shoot probably going to go to a shootout shoot out. on Friday, and I'll probably um, sweep. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, let's uh, let's keep up the good play and uh, go Flyers. Um, and happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. Also, the Phillies they start playing in March, so uh, get ready. Um, <laughs> get, worry, uh, get, get ready. Union on February twenty eighth. Uh, what uh, What do you got, Joe? Anything else? Me? No, nothing really. Right. I think it was pretty you guys good. Uh, happy Thanksgiving. Happy, happy Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. And uh, you and yours. Let's go Black Friday shopping because I'm about to get fucking wild this week. <laughs> oh, shit. oh shit! Oh hell! All right. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone, for the third fucking time. Let's over go. and out.